This Roundtable Broadcasting Podcast of the Max Roundtable is brought to you by Adams Drugs, our family serving yours since 1962. Honey, it sounds like you have a little sinus congestion. I do. I went to Adams Drugs to get a nasal decongestant, and I'm sure glad I did. I didn't realize that I couldn't take some sinus medications because of my high blood pressure. What did they tell you? The pharmacist overheard me talking to the clerk, and she knew that I had high blood pressure because I get my prescriptions filled there. She came around and talked to me and actually recommended a different sinus medication than the one I had picked out. I wouldn't want you taking something over the counter that makes your blood pressure spiral out of control. Sounds like she may have saved us a trip to the emergency room. Adam's drugs definitely go the extra mile. Always have and always will. I love the customer service. It's great every time I go in there. I'm so glad they helped me take care of my wonderful husband. I'm going to tell all my friends to go to Adam's Drugs. Visit us, adamsdrugs.net, for the location nearest you. With 12 Adams locations, we've been serving families in the River Region for 60 years, and we look forward to serving your family's needs as well. Welcome to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Listen to Doug for lunch each weekday as he breaks down the hottest sports topics on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. You can be a part of the show by calling 334-517-1210 or by texting the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Now take a seat at the Roundtable, brought to you by Max Credit Union, with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. And welcome in to a Locked On Wednesday, everybody, on this Valentine's Day 2024 I agree with what I heard somebody say on ESPN television this morning. Here's just a little hint to you guys. Don't go home empty-handed. Absolutely do not go home empty-handed. If you think Valentine's Day is for both the men and the women in a relationship, you are dead wrong. Valentine's Day is all about the ladies, folks. Guys, I'm talking to you out there. Do not go home empty-handed. I'm going to tell you a little bit later on exactly what you need to do to make it happen for you out at Phoenix Salon and Spa. If you want to go to a little music thing tonight, we've still got a pair of tickets left for the Samantha Fish concert, which is tonight, 7 o'clock. Be a nice little Valentine's Day getaway. And then on Saturday night, we got a couple of pair of tickets to John Waite. He had that Missing You song that was so popular back in the day. Reached number one on U.S. charts. But we got tickets to those two concerts. Give Bill a call, 517-1210. Good Valentine's Day gifts for you. We're going to talk, obviously, with Zach Blackerby today, Locked on Auburn in about 15 minutes. Luke Robinson in hour two, Locked on Bama. Chris Gordy, hour three, Locked on SEC. And we are going to talk both basketball and and football to our guests today. It's going to be an interesting, interesting breakdown of things that we're going to do today. I don't know if y'all are familiar. You should be. Bill Conley does a great job with analytics for football and college foot uh, college football. 
And there, there are certain things that I'm going to ask each of our locked on guests about. One is the returning production percentages. Uh, and, and just, you know, in other words, how much, what percentage of offensive productivity do you have back? What percentage of defensive productivity and special teams productivity? Okay. So that, that's kind of a big deal here. Let me just show you how big a deal. Three of the four teams that made the college football playoff were in the top 25 in returning production last year. Michigan, the national champion, was fifth coming into the season. Texas was 19th coming into the season. And Washington was 22 coming into the season. Alabama was the outlier. They came into last season with... Ranked 125, 125 in returning production. They're just a little bit better this year. And I'm going to go over the rankings of the SEC schools. I think it's an interesting look. We're going to have fun with this, uh, taking different approaches with Zach Blackerby and with Luke Robinson. And then we'll stay kind of right down the middle with Chris Gordy and see what he thinks about this college football stuff. Also, if you watch Locked on Auburn with uh, Zach Blackerby and Daryl Dapperts this morning, you know, our own Dap does. Oh, and by the way, before I forget, congratulations to Daryl Dapperts. Daryl is a new grandpa. What, what are they? Golly, I cannot remember what his, what his grandchildren I, Bear, I can't remember what Barrett calls him. Papa, Big Papa. Big Papa. I think that's it. I think I think Bill got it. Big Papa. Well, Barrett has a baby sister now. She's Chandler. Nine pounds, ten ounces, twenty-one inches long. Daryl said everybody's healthy. Obviously, the Daprich family is excited as they should be really happy for for dap and very appreciative of him letting us know here on the max roundtable praying for your family bud um so hope that you enjoy that but zach and daryl were talking about the fan duel numbers the win totals over and under we're going to go over those a little bit today as they apply to auburn and alabama and other teams in the sec you may or may not agree or, or or you know you you may not or you well, you're gonna have to choose whether you want over and under both are half points obviously uh alabama's win totals nine and a half auburn's is up one game from last year's preseason win total last year they were six and a half this year they're seven and a half and with these guys, we'll, we won't go game by game but we'll go some games uh and kind of get Zach and Luke's and Chris's thoughts on the SEC. There's two teams in the SEC that have higher win totals uh, than nine and a half. There's a boatload that have. There's four that have nine and a half. Joining Alabama are LSU, Missouri, and Ole Miss. But Georgia and Texas both have ten and a half numbers, which uh, that's that's a tough call. Now I'm just telling you, the league's tougher now than it was. So I I just think they're all tough, uh, and we'll talk to our locked on people 
about that. All right, folks, at the top of the noon hour, though, be ready to hear how you can nominate uh, someone in your family, someone in your school that plays a spring sport, either softball for the ladies or baseball for the guys, and nominate them for the Pest Pro Player of the Week. Ashley Williams, who owns Pest Pro, a big partner of ours here on the Max Roundtable, will be on with us at the top of the second hour to explain how that nomination process works. She provides prizes, great things for the weekly winners. And I think we do a player of the year at the end of the year, too. So Ashley will join us in the noon hour. But everything else is pretty much on par with how it normally is on a Locked on Wednesday. Now, and we'll talk to Zach about this, obviously. This is Alabama's midweek off week. No basketball game for the Tide. They're going last Saturday to this Saturday. They play Texas A&M, who's going to be coming in a little bit embarrassed because Texas A&M went to Nashville, Tennessee last night. And Texas A&M is considered a team in the tournament by Joe Lenardi. And Texas A&M fell last night to the Vanderbilt Commodores, who won their second SEC game last night. So uh, you got to feel like old Buzz is going to have his Aggies a little mad coming in to an Alabama celebration. Alabama is having kind of a throwback Saturday in that game. Tip-off is at 11 o'clock. They're doing a lot of things for the students. That's the one thing currently different, in my opinion, from Auburn to Alabama. I think there's an enticement that needs to happen for the Alabama students to get up and come to the arena. I think that in the Auburn student base, student fan base, is past that, in my opinion. I don't think Alabama's is where it needs to be. Hopefully, they're on the road to making that happen. I'll be really interested to see what the seating chart is on Saturday in Coleman Coliseum. But they're wearing throwback. Well, they're calling them throwback uniforms. I've never seen uniforms that look like it. They are using the throwback A with the elephant jumping through in the uniforms against A&M. And they're going to honor the only Alabama team to ever make it to the Elite Eight. Mark Gottfried was the coach. Not sure if he'll be there or not, but I think that Petway will be. Uh, Antoine Petway, now the head coach at Kennesaw State, they play Friday night from what I've heard, uh, which would give him the opportunity to come on over from the state of Georgia uh, and be there because, folks, it was his shot toward the end of the game in the last few seconds of the game that got Alabama out of the first round. Isn't it funny when you think about that, that – Alabama's run to the Elite Eight was a a missed shot away from not getting out of the first round. Auburn's run to the Final Four came down to a crazy ending against New Mexico State. So, you know, literally both of these teams had to finish in a wild and woolly game at the end. To, to even get there. Hopefully, Petway will be there and uh, will be honored on Saturday. I'm thinking Southern Illinois was the team 
uh, that Alabama beat at the end had a six-foot runner he made with five seconds left in the game. They were down one at the time, so they lose the game if he doesn't make that shot. But they went on to win that one. Then you remember they upset the top seed in their region, Stanford. Then they beat Syracuse in the Sweet 16 before getting absolutely dog-smacked. Uh, by the eventual national champion, UConn. Uh, Auburn, of course, had its incredible run after beating New Mexico State. Uh, Not in any order, but they beat three Blue Bloods, uh, Kansas, Kentucky, and North Carolina uh, before falling in that controversial Final Four game against Virginia. So we're going to talk about bracketology a little bit as well. Uh, Some other basketball things such as uh, the projections based on some uh, analytics. You may find them interesting. I certainly do. Auburn tonight Plays the biggest game. I think it's the biggest game in the country tonight, isn't it? How many times has Auburn played in that game? I mean, uh, was it last week? Last week it was Auburn, Alabama, right, Uh, that played. uh, And that was the nation's eyes were on that one. Uh, The nation's eyes seems to have been on Neville Arena a few times, uh, it seems to me, uh, of late. Uh, But tonight... Uh, the Auburn Tigers, and the 11th-ranked South Carolina Gamecocks. That is a – if you look at the ranked games for tonight, there are just three games that have a ranked team involved. Auburn-South Carolina is the only game where both teams are ranked. Eighth-ranked Tennessee is at Arkansas tonight. And top-ranked Connecticut is at DePaul, who's won three out of 23 games. They're a 25-point favorite in that one. But the ranked game, Auburn ranked 13th, South Carolina ranked 11th. How about this line? You reckon they're begging you to take South Carolina in this one? Let me just go ahead and fill you in. The answer to the question is yes. They are begging you to take South Carolina in this one because Auburn – Tonight is an 11-and-a-half-point favorite as it currently sits. The average nincompoop gambler is going to jump all over South Carolina tonight, and they're going to lose. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna lose their bet. South Carolina, after uh, Auburn coming in mad, after playing like they did in Gainesville, Auburn is going to curb stomp South Carolina tonight. I've, y'all know I've been saying this for weeks. I think South Carolina is overrated. I think there's a big PR thing going on with the SEC Network and Lamont Paris. He will definitely be the, the SEC Coach of the Year, I think. But this little begging to get into the top 25 thing and, and all this that went on with – you know, the the grad of uh, South Carolina, you know, Alyssa, she, she's a part of our program. She's been on multiple times. But that that's wearing thin, I believe. And then they finally got some credibility by winning uh, in Knoxville against Tennessee. Wasn't ready to play Tennessee. I think Auburn is going to absolutely punk South Carolina tonight. But we are going to look at bracketology 
throughout the program today. You know, he comes out with bracketologies on Tuesdays and Fridays, but he comes out with little cheat sheets every other day. Well, I've got the cheat sheet printed out, and quite frankly, I'm a bit surprised by the cheat sheet that is printed out. So we'll go over that some today as well. I want you to be a part. 334-517-1210 is how you can call us. We will take a call or two if you have a question for Zach Blackerby or Luke Robinson or Chris Gordy. You can also text in any thoughts or comments at 334-313-1170. Uh, let's have us a fun Locked On Wednesday. What do you say? It's a beautiful Valentine's Day. And again, guys, I'm going to end the segment the way I started it. Valentine's Day ain't for you, fellas. It's for the ladies in your life. Make sure you make a stop. Put an alarm in your phone right now and make a stop on the way home. Because if you don't, forget the brownie point deal. You can't go back and correct a mistake like that. I think all of you out there would agree with me. We'll take a break. Locked on Auburn rolls on when we return on a Wednesday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is Dory Noka. You're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. I'm Gordon Stone. And it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the town of Pike Road. It's an honor for me to share with you some of the great things about our community. In Pike Road, we focus on four pillars. Planning. We want to know what the future looks like and we want to work toward that future. Quality of life. We want to understand why people love living in our community and we want to work to make sure those characteristics are featured every day in Pike Road. Education. We're so blessed to have a great city school system and thankful for all those teachers and administrators who make every day fun in Pike Road when it comes to learning. And we're so proud of our students who are aspiring to be great leaders in our community and great leaders for our nation. And services. We have great services in Pike Road because we work with partners who allow us to meet the needs of our citizens and do so in a very efficient manner. Our four pillars in Pike Road have allowed us to provide focus and have a vision for the future that has made Pike Road a special place. Come see us in Pike Road and learn why we say, Welcome home. Tired of forking out your hard-earned money for tires that seem to wear out faster than they should? Tire City hears you. Did you know that some of the most affordable tires on the market are from the Michelin brand? Our Michelin tires help you save hundreds of dollars over their lifespan compared to other brands. Imagine what it feels like to know that the tires you buy today could save you several hundred dollars when you need them the most. Here's what our customer says. I am always on the go with my three children, so the miles add up quickly. The original tires only lasted for 45,000 miles. I purchased Michelin tires for my SUV and drove over 85,000 miles on them. I saved $875 over three years because the Michelins lasted almost twice as long. Not only do Michelins last a long time, they are some of the safest and best riding tires for my family and I. Drive smart, drive safe, drive with Tire City. Visit us at one of our two locations on the Southern Bypass or Atlanta Highway. Experience the difference and save big with this is the famous 
Bud Light beer. It's not easy to brew beer this easy to drink. It takes attention to detail to get something to taste this smooth, which is why Bud Light is tasted by brewmasters every step of the way. Hey, it's a tough job, but for you and your friends, it's worth it. Bud Light, we don't just brew beer, we brew beer for friends. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. February is made for love, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month, and they intend to make February even bigger. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy. It's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks, and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year-end, year-begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks, so whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell, bring it to Larry Puckett Chevrolet and get a great offer. You'll love the prices, you'll love the selection, you'll love the service, you'll love the financing, and you'll love your buying experience so much, you'll want to tell your neighbors. That's why for umpteen years, Larry Puckett's customers have been doing the talking. Larry Puckett Chevrolet, Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville. Before you stop by, you can shop them online at LarryPuckett.com. If you're looking for the best opportunity for copier multifunction systems and printers, look no further than ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. It's locally owned by Eddie and Judy Cobb, and they are service-oriented. Ten service techs to take care of all of your needs. But most of all, Eddie and Judy have built their business on integrity and trust. It's ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. Give them a call at 334-396-0809. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. This is Locked On Wednesday, the Max Roundtable's inside look at the goings-on in Tuscaloosa and Auburn. Locked on Wednesday is brought to you by the town of Pike Road. Welcome home. Joining Doug for his deep dive into the Tigers is the host of the Locked on Auburn podcast, Zach Blackerby. All right, I already mentioned it, it, but if you watch Locked on Auburn this morning about the Oh, the point, the game win totals, that's a lot of fun. We're going to do it by FanDuel with Zach here and let Tim kind of give us an overview of it. But I know you know, Zach, Daryl is a grandpa again. Uh, he sent me the message this morning. Chandler has been born, and I uh, know you're, you're happy for your cohort there. Yeah, yeah, big fan of uh, Valentine uh, birthdays. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, his uh, his second granddaughter shares a birthday with my wife. So, good day all around, no question. I wish your your wife happy birthday on your post this morning. Please share I those saw that. thoughts I, with I her. I appreciate that. Thank you. You, you bet, brother. I, thank you. I loved the. You know, I always love watching you guys on Wednesdays. I watch them when I can the other days, but the day you're going to be on, I like to know what's fresh on your mind. And I thought you and Daryl had a great discussion, kind of went back and forth. You didn't see it eye to eye, and that's what made it kind of fun for me. But FanDuel has put out 
win total bet totals for every team in the country. And, of course, we're interested in the SEC. You pointed out this morning, last year's Auburn's total was 6.5, six and a half games. This year's total is seven and a half. Uh, I, quite frankly, before you say anything, I got six slam dunks, man. Uh, all In my mind, all Auburn has to do is win two of the other six to go over, I don't see how Auburn can't go over. So let me guess the uh, let me guess the six. So okay. the first four. Yes, I the assume. first first four. So Alabama, A and M, Cal, and New Mexico and Arkansas. That's, That's four. That is correct. Um, Vandy at home. Yes. And ULM. Yes. At home. Those are the six. Yes. That's six games at Jordan-Hare. I'm not asking them to win a game on the road where crazy things can happen. I'm asking Mm -hmm. them to beat six teams that Auburn's roster is better than at home. Yeah, and and then I think you can make the argument for all but two. I have a hard time seeing them winning in Tuscaloosa or in Athens this year. I just just do. Could things happen? Sure, they could, but I'm, I'm not expecting that. But I think, you know, there's so many questions about Kentucky. You know, who's their quarterback going to be? Is it going to be Vandergriff, you know, the former Georgia guy? Like that – what's that going to look like? Uh, I don't know. Um, Oklahoma going into Jordan-Hare Stadium, that's an interesting one. I've actually made the case on my show that's the most important game of Auburn's season in 2024. Texas A&M will be Auburn's last home game this season. What do they look like under Mike Elko, and what do they look like at the end – of the season because we've kind of seen A&M under Fisher. They would just kind of get worse and worse over the course of the year. Yeah. Like, what does it look like under Elko? So I'm with you, man. Uh, I agree on those six being slam dunks for sure. Uh, can they find two more? And they got it. That, that road, that road trip stretch where they go to Athens to Columbia and take on Mizzou and then to Lexington and take on Kentucky. If they go, if they win one of those three, I think they get it. You know, and and let's look at the game you think's the biggest because I agree with you. I think it absolutely is uh, because Oklahoma. it yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it is the fifth game, fifth straight game at Jordan Hare to open the stadium. Uh, I mean, to open the season, uh, the stadium will be rocking. Oklahoma's first ever visit there, I believe. Uh, I don't think Oklahoma's ever played. I don't think Auburn's played Oklahoma since the uh, Beasley Sullivan to Beasley seventy-one game. Maybe they did in, in the bowl game, and I just don't recall. But I don't they think played them in the Sugar Bowl. Oh, they uh, did. That's right, Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield That's right. Yeah. We, 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 I know Auburn fans have tried to forget that one. That wasn't a fun night. Yeah, Sean uh, White breaking his arm in yes. the first series. That wasn't great. No, it yeah. didn't help. Um, but Auburn, by something else I'm going to discuss, uh, has a higher percentage of production coming back uh, than does Oklahoma. Uh, Auburn had a better recruiting class based on on three's recruiting uh, class rankings. They're playing at home. Uh, I, I'm just going to uh, – right now, I think if there was if there were futures on the point spread of what that game would be, I would think Auburn would be favored in the game. Interesting. Yeah, you know, ESPN put out there, you know, they adjusted their two two early top 25. Yeah, I got it right here. Rankings. Yeah, and where did they put Oklahoma? Like 12-ish? 
Uh, I'm going to let, let me. I got so many tabs up. Uh, I'm going to get that. <laughs> you know how that works, right? I, uh, I, I will find it for you. But yeah, uh, Schlebaugh, I think, came out with it. Uh, and I wrote it down here. Here we go. Let's see. Um, I know the SEC had 10 of the top 25 teams, and I'll, I'll find it for you, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, what, I, think, I think they were top 15, though. And so, like, if Oklahoma, the week before Oklahoma comes to Auburn, they host Tennessee, and that's going to be their first interconference, you know, SEC, SEC matchup. Tennessee's probably going to be a top 15 ranked team. They'll definitely be top 20 unless something really weird happens. You were right on the and 14, so, by the way. 14? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so top 15. And so I just wonder, emotionally, what does that look like for Oklahoma? Because you could go either way with this. And I think Auburn benefits from it either way. If they win, they say, yeah, we belong in the SEC. What a great moment for our fan base and our program. We've been talking about this and waiting for this for years, and we did it. Then you got to go on the road. Uh, that's a tough place to play. I don't care how good or bad Auburn is. It's just tough to win in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Then the other side, Doug, what if they lose in Norman yeah. to Tennessee? That's going to be heartbreaking for that fan base. And then they got to go on the road to a place that's tough to play. So I think the positioning on the schedule for Auburn and Oklahoma benefits Auburn right now. Let me ask you this question, because I know you look deep into it with your uh, wide array of um, co-hosts on Locked on Auburn. How much, and there's no way to put a percentage on it, but just give me a word or description in your own mind. How much better, in your opinion, is Auburn's 24 roster going to be than the 23 roster? We, I remember you and me and others having the conversation this past fall that this will be the worst roster that Auburn has under Hugh Freeze. I fully believe that. So I believe this roster is going to be better. How much better, Zach? I think it's a lot more talented. I don't know, like the experience factor is going to play a, is going to impact this team. Um, they've obviously have more talent at receiver, but can a can a group of freshmen take over a receiver room? Auburn needs them to. You don't see that a whole lot. Feel good about Cam Coleman. I wish Perry Thompson was going through spring. He's not. So, like, what exactly does that look like in 2024? I'm worried about the defensive line room. Outside of that, I think Auburn stepped up at every other position group on their roster. But defensive line's important, both as far as stopping the run in and rushing the passer. I don't know if Auburn's going to be as good on that front. They need Keldrick Falk to step up tremendously, and he certainly can. It's just a lot of pressure to put on a young player, and you, know, you need certain guys to stay healthy. I think they're going to address the defensive line room more after spring when the transfer window opens again this summer. But – all in all, yeah, I think every other position group you feel really good about. I mean, I, and you may not agree with me here. You mentioned the wide receiver room. I believe the wide receiver room, uh, just generically across college football, is one of the one or two rooms that you can get freshmen in and make immediate impacts. That, that's just my opinion. Yeah, the general rule is like the farther you are away from the ball when the ball is snapped, um, you know, you don't need to be as physically developed. And, uh, I mean, I think Cam Coleman will be physically developed. Yeah. But, yeah, can can Perry come in and, and make a statement right away? Sure, he absolutely could. They just got to do it. They've got to do it. Because it's not like Auburn hasn't recruited well uh, at receiver. I mean, they've consistently brought in four-star guys. They just haven't been able to get them 
involved and develop them as players. And so they've got to figure out how to do that. They got to do that quickly and over the course of spring. But also, you know, they brought in Robert Lewis, who's, you know, he, he's pretty experienced guy from Georgia state. Um, he's going to have the most experience in production of anybody in that room. Can he come in and translate from that level of football to the SEC? That's, that's certainly a guy to watch as well. All right. So I want us to have this little fun with this before we move our attention to basketball, huge day for Bruce Pearl and his team tonight with South Carolina coming, but the returning production percentages, Bill Conley does this every year. It's, it's really amazing how a lot of times it falls into line. Auburn's returning production is 50th in the country, three spots behind Georgia's other SEC teams ahead of them, Florida, Missouri, Texas, and Texas A&M, while Alabama's, Zach, is all the way back to 115, ahead of only Mississippi State, who is 122. Wow. Auburn had a great recruiting, uh, full f- first full season recruiting class for Hugh Freeze. Um, they have a returning quarterback. Most people believe the second year with better receivers will be good for Peyton Thorne. Uh, I'm just curious where you have this Auburn v. Alabama thing right now with Alabama having to go through a whole new coaching staff minus a couple of retainees. Auburn, I know, has replaced some coaches, but still there seems to be more stability uh, in the the Auburn coaching room perhaps and a lot more, I think, guys that they get and that they have relationships with. So where is Auburn v. Alabama in your mind heading into 24? Yeah, I mean, I think this question will kind of answer itself in time, especially on the recruiting front. I think that's where we're going to see it sure. first. And, and that's why I thought it was such a big deal for Alabama to hold on to Ryan Williams is because, okay, this is the most vulnerable yep. Alabama has been in 15 years, and it seems like Auburn has all the momentum on the recruiting trail. And really all signs pointed to Auburn flipping Ryan Williams. And then obviously that didn't happen when he went back and, uh, and recommitted Alabama and this new coaching staff under Kalen DeBoer. So th- that, to me, was an early sign of, like, okay, like the, the drop-off for Alabama isn't coming instantly. This is going to take time if it is going to have to happen. Because it's easy to talk about all the guys that Alabama lost, but they still have more five stars on their roster than any other roster in college football. Like, that's something that people want to leave out. Um now, as far as like Alabama's coaching staff, there are opinions all over the place on yeah. like if Kalen DeBoer is going to be good or not. Um, I will say the coaching hire that I thought was most important for Kalen DeBoer's staff at Alabama was Grubb, his yeah. OC. I think him leaving is a huge deal. I don't think it's really being talked about. But that dude was absolute nails when it came to calling plays at Washington last year. And that's why the NFL wants him, right? So – um, I do think that's an important note, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how DeBoer, um, how DeBoer compensates for losing him. You know, I made had had a little fun with it the first two days uh, since that announcement came pretty much over the weekend that, you know, Alabama fans are like, oh, it doesn't matter, DeBoer's the offensive guy, while Auburn fans and fans uh, that aren't fans of Alabama are kind of wrapping their arms around, yeah, right, Uh, you know, this is a big dude, this is the guy that Nick Saban tried to hire a year ago. Yeah, I mean, Grubb's good. 
He's good yeah. at what he does. Yeah, I mean, he he's nationally respected for sure. In fact, a lot of Washington folks wanted him to be the head coach when when news broke that DeBoer was um, was leaving there. So uh, I, we'll see, right? But Hugh Freeze is an offensive guy, and then it, it mattered who his OC was this yeah. past year in his first year. Um, not the same thing, you know. Uh, it's not the exact same situation. You can't really compare it, but. To say offensive coordinators don't have an impact when the head coach is offensive-minded is silly. I think we all can agree on that. I, I definitely agree with you on that. All right, huge game tonight. South Carolina, Lamont Paris, the leader in the clubhouse. or not really in the clubhouse yet, but the early leader for Coach of the Year honors. This team was picked 14th at SEC Basketball Media Days. They are now tied for first uh, with Alabama in the SEC standings. Auburn a game back. Tennessee tied with Auburn in the loss column, but has played one less game. So I'm, I'm just going to have some fun with you here. That's four teams with within a game of the lead. I think the champion's coming out of those four teams. That's just my opinion. If you look at the remaining strength of schedule, let me just run them by you. Of these four, this comes from BPI uh, that ESPN does. It's very accurate. It's an analytical breakdown. Alabama's strength of schedule remaining is 21st. Auburn's strength of schedule remaining is 53rd. Finding uh, Tennessee's strength of schedule is 40th. So right now, between those three, Auburn has the easiest strength of schedule moving forward. South Carolina's is fifth. The fifth toughest strength of schedule going down the the stretch. It tells me that Auburn's going to be in this thing if they win the games they're supposed to win. Auburn very well could be the team. And I know you said something after Saturday's loss at Florida that you think that kind of uh, eliminates a lot of their opportunity to win the league. But but I still think they're right in there. Yeah, I mean, if I had to guess right now, I would say that, Alabama, or that Auburn does not win the SEC uh, regular season, if I had to guess right now. But you can make the case that there's seven games remaining, especially if they win tonight and Saturday. Yep. Uh, of course, they play uh, Kentucky on Saturday. The fact that both of those are at home, you know, Auburn should feel good about it. They're a different team at home. Um, and the road games outside of their road trip to Tennessee are all pretty winnable. Yes. None of them really pop out on the page. So, like, if, if you told me Auburn went 6-1 and one to finish the season, I'd say, okay, yeah, that's cool. I think 5-2 and two is probably most likely. I think they trip up somewhere, and then I think they lose in Knoxville, Doug. And so it's like, okay, if they go five and two, they would be, is it, would they be 14 or four? Or would they be? If they go five, if they, if they lose two games, they're, they're 13 and five. They've, 13 they've and five, already lost like, three. No, that's right. Yeah. So 13 and five, is that good enough to win the league? Probably not. Um, but they could totally get on a run here. It wouldn't shock me. All right, so I want you to help me out with this uh, because I covered Auburn basketball for a number of years. When Sonny Smith was the coach, I uh, was there every day covering the Tigers. You know, Sonny did some wonderful things with that program, took them to an Elite Eight, won an SEC tournament title. If I would have told Zach Blackerby, uh, I don't know, eight years ago, that Auburn three straight seasons was going to host college game day for basketball, 
I'm just curious what you would have, uh, how you would have reacted. And it's just amazing to me what continues to happen with the promotion of this program and the response of the Auburn fan base. Oh, it's the best. It's awesome. It's so much fun. I grew up, you know, looking forward to midweek games where my dad would pick me up from school. We'd go eat somewhere downtown and we'd go watch Auburn basketball play along with 20 other fans in Beardy's Coliseum. <laughs> it, was, it was very intimate. It was very quaint. You'd walk up to the ticket office and get a ticket and you just walk right in. It's a different time now, which is great. You know, everything that they were trying to build at that time is, is what it's become today. And, you know, just, just to be frank, Doug, it's a little frustrating. Like when Auburn drops the ball and plays terrible against Florida, like I get being upset that you lost, but this whole meltdown of Auburn fans calling for Bruce Pearl's job oh, after every loss, it's, it's, it's obnoxious. It is insane. And um, I don't think Auburn basketball fans, the folks that have jumped on for the last few years, I don't think they really get how impossible this build was and what he's been able to accomplish. Um. So, yeah, if you would have told me a few years ago that, you know, college game day was going to be a staple every year at Auburn, I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have believed you at all. You know, the fact that Auburn now is so schooled at hosting college game day that they put out a timeline of of things that are going on and when things open and when things don't, uh, I, I just think it's phenomenal. I, I'm guessing that even though the game doesn't start till 5, that's happened a few other times. Uh, you know, the, the game day's gates open for students at 7. The general public can start coming in at 7.30. Game day's from 9 to 11. I wonder what's going to be going on from 11 to 5. I know the baseball team will play its second baseball game of the season, but what a great day, opportunity it is for Auburn Athletics on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the you know, the college basketball world will be watching, and that won't be the first time that that's happened this year. Obviously, for some reason, Auburn and Alabama play on Wednesday nights, which is still <laughs> unbelievably dumb by the SEC. I hope they change that next year. Um, but, I mean, this will be probably the third time, fourth time, I would say, this year, where, like, Auburn is going to be playing in the biggest basketball game of the day, the two against Alabama, the opener against Baylor, and then, uh, obviously, the Saturday when they host Kentucky. So, um, it's great for what Bruce Pearl's done for this program, and we'll, um, we'll see if they can pull it off this week. Huge week for the Auburn Tigers. Hey, final question for you to the sport that's about to get cranked up. And uh, Butch Thompson, I said the other day on social media, is one of, if not my favorite coaches uh, that I've ever dealt with. We've just had some real deep conversations when we've had opportunities uh, over the last few years. I love that dude. Uh, What do you expect out of Auburn baseball? And, boy, is he well embraced in Auburn these days. You talk about building a program with Bruce Pearl, Butch Thompson's done the same thing. And you could argue he's actually done an even better job, which is almost impossible to, to fathom. But, you know, two trips in a four-year span to, uh, to Omaha, which is really, really hard to do, especially in this conference. Um, and he's made Plainsman Park a staple of the regional round. And so at this point, I think Auburn baseball fans should expect to host a regional every year moving forward as long as he's the head coach. And I think he is one of several coaches throughout the SEC that are, have kind of figured out how to use NIL to keep guys from going to the draft or going to the minors. And so now you look up, and he may have his deepest pitching staff he's ever had. I don't think he's got that ace 
that he's had with like a Casey Mize or a Keegan sure. Thompson or a Tanner Burns. But I think, you know, his sixth, seventh guys coming out of the pen or on the rotation, uh, I, I think they're as good as they ever have been during his time here. So it's going to take him, you know, about half the season or so, which is pretty normal for him to figure out where everybody goes. And then that second half of the SEC slate, I fully expect Auburn to put it all together. That's what they've done every other year that he's been here. Season opens uh, Friday night, 6 o'clock, Plainsman Park, Eastern Kentucky, in for a three-game set over the weekend. That baseball game on Saturday prior to the Kentucky game begins at 1. I suspect a lot of the fans will head on over there for that. Should be fun. All right, tonight's game, I think, begins at 7.30, does it not? Am I correct on that? 730, uh, 7.30 that's right. on the SEC Network. You and Daryl doing a live afterward, or is that going a little late for the new uh, Big Papa? Yeah, we're, we're going to take tonight off. Okay. Uh, Daryl called me. Daryl's ready to go. This was, uh, this was my call. I want to. Well, it's your uh, wife's birthday, and it's Valentine's, man. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. I told her I was working Wednesday, and she was fine with it, but I could tell she, uh, she wasn't thrilled, so. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back doing post game stuff on Saturday. Man, you're the best. Tell everybody how they can track you down with all the different entities you have. And hey, give another plug for Plains Coffee because I drink it every day. Yeah, yeah, I drink it every day too. It's delicious. PlainsCoffee.com. Use promo code Launch. That code still works for ten percent off your order. Free shipping. And uh, the beans are roasted the day before they're shipped out, so they're going to be way more fresh than anything you could buy at the store. So plainscoffee.com, use promo code LAUNCH. You can find, uh, find Locked on Auburn anywhere you listen to podcasts, also every day on YouTube, and you can read all of our written work at auburndaily.com. He's been a part of this program for, I think, going on well over two years, I think three uh, and you are I think a, it is three. Yeah, I, I think, think it, it is, is three too. At this point. Massive, yeah. massive contributor to the Max Roundtable. We appreciate you, Zach. Happy birthday to your wife and happy Valentine's Day. And I know I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Valentine's Day is all about them, not about us, just so you know. Uh, 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 it's just, yeah, it's just like every other day. Right? <laughs> Take care, Zach. We appreciate you, bud. <laughs> See you, buddy. You bet. Zach Blackerby uh, from Locked On Auburn. We will take a break. Back with more right after this on the Max Roundtable. This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Hunker up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you brokenhearted, just say goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. 
That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry, once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. Golf season is still in full swing, and we are lucky to have the best public golf courses in America right here in the River Region. Capitol Hill in Prattville is home to three championship courses and has annually hosted the PGA and LPGA Tours. If you don't have time to play, take advantage of the best practice facility in the Southeast with Capitol Hill's 35-acre practice facility that features multiple teeing areas, three practice putting greens, and three practice bunker complexes. Best of all, as an Alabama resident, you can purchase the trail card and receive up to 50% off of regular price green and card fees, as well as 15% off of selected merchandise and range balls. To book your tee time at Capitol Hill, one of the gyms on the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail, go online to rtjgolf.com or call the golf shop at 334-285-1114. That's 285 1114. Capitol Hill in Prattville should be your number one golf destination. At Stanley Steamer, we go beyond carpet cleaning. We're also experts at cleaning air ducts. The average home collects up to 40 pounds of dirt, dust, and allergens in its air ducts each year. Stanley Steamer thoroughly cleans your air ducts and every part of your ventilation system, making your home cleaner, healthier, and more energy efficient. And that helps you breathe easier. Call now about a free in-home air duct inspection. Call This is Johnny from Sinclair's from Bond Road. We've been in business almost 30 years. Sinclair's East, Vaughnette Taylor. I think if you hadn't tried us, you should give us a try. We've got a great menu. Offered anything from chicken fingers, wings, salads, fajitas. At lunchtime, we do great country lunch with different vegetables and different meats every day. Sinclair's, where you get great sandwiches and our daily meat and three special at lunch to great pasta, chicken, steaks, and seafood for dinner. Our most popular items are we got a soup called She Crab Soup which is extremely popular. We've got a bunch of pasta dishes, which people love. Mediterranean chicken is my favorite. Sinclair's. We do live music, light stuff on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and then on Fridays and Saturdays, maybe three-piece bands or four-piece bands. Come and see why Sinclair's has seen lesser restaurants come and go over the years. Johnny Sullivan Sinclair's at the corner of Vaughn and Taylor. Find them on Facebook at Sinclair's East. Google search Sinclair's Restaurant. Sinclair's. The 41st Alabama State Games return to Birmingham June 7 through 9 with over 25 team and individual sports for athletes of all ages and abilities. We're excited to announce through a partnership with Perfect Game, softball is returning to the games. Also, brand new sports include 7-on-7 football, rock climbing, and WRPF powerlifting. Registration opens for all sports March 1st, so get ready to win academic scholarships in Alabama's own Olympic-style games. Register at allagames.com. That's A-L-A-G-A-M-E-S dot com. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email MRT at ESPNTheTicket.com.
right, welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us as we roll toward the top of the hour here on a Valentine's Day 2024. Great to have you with us. I want to use this opportunity to tell you guys how you might be able to make it all work out. You know, you can always gain brownie points on days like today. And Linda Eccles and our great friend out at the Phoenix Salon and Spa have you covered. You can recover and get rescued on this Valentine's Day if you kind of snuck up on you. They have several packages available for you to get for the loved one in your life. All kinds of different things, even a couple's massage if you're into that kind of thing. But how about a signature facial, a pedicure, uh, The uh, you can get body um, waxes, all kinds of things, body polishes, pedicures. They've got it all at Phoenix Salon and Spa. It's going to be a fun, fun place to be for the loved one in your life. Give Linda a call or anybody there at 272-4247. They'll have it perfectly gift wrapped for a quick pickup. Phoenix Salon and Spa, located at 6311 Atlanta Highway near Bell Road. You call them at 272-4247, or you can go to their website at Phoenix Salon Skin and Spa. Spell that all out one word. Phoenix is spelled P-H-O-E-N-I-X, salonskinandspa.com. Phoenix Salon, 6311 Atlanta Highway near Bell Road. They'll bail you out today, fellas. That I can promise you. All right, we're going to get deeper into this in hour number two. But I told you about the little cheat sheet that Lenardi does every day. You know, we went over where the seeds were yesterday in Lenardi's full bracketology. He does it every week on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, But the... Uh, cheat sheet kind of highlights some games and tells you how big and what they might mean. Uh, and obviously, one of the games that is highlighted for tonight is South Carolina at Auburn. Uh, 7.30 tip. It says the surging Gamecocks are roughly two big wins away from a number four seed. In other words, right now, You know, they're a number, what, five or six seed in his bracketology. Uh, Yet, you know, you've got people thinking that, I just think they're not as good as people think they are. I mean, I'm sorry, that's just how, I, I just don't think South Carolina is as good as people think they are. That's just one man's opinion. Uh, South Carolina right now uh, is a five seed uh, in the latest bracketology. Basically, what he's saying is they're two big wins away, and this is one of their opportunities, and they're going to get smoked tonight in Auburn, uh, one man's opinion. But he says this about Auburn. Um, he's got Auburn as a four seed in the latest full bracketology. He thinks a win tonight will put them in the range of a three seed. And, you know, in my mind, they should, in his bracketology yesterday, he's got them a three seed. So I don't know what in the living world. Uh, Sometimes I think he doesn't connect the dots 
on the things he's done just one day previous. I'm sitting here looking at his bracketology from yesterday, and I'm looking in the East region, and he's got Auburn as a three seed. Yet in his little cheat sheet today, he says Auburn is in range of a three seed with a victory. Well, um, if they get a victory over the 11th-ranked team in the country, I'm assuming that they will at worst stay where they are as a three seed. They're already in range of a three seed. I would think a win tonight would push them up even higher. Here, here's his S-curve with the top four seeds. The one seeds are Purdue, UConn, Houston, and Arizona. The two seeds... This is crazy to me. Marquette is the first two seed. Then Tennessee is the sixth overall seed and a two seed. North Carolina is the seven overall and a two seed. And Alabama is a two seed on his bracket today. Meanwhile, Auburn is back there as the 14 overall seed and a four seed. But in his bracket that he just released yesterday, Alabama's a three seed. So what happened last night to change that? I know North Carolina got beat. I get it. But they're still a two seed. I I don't know. I'm just kind of surprised at how some of this stuff works with him, quite frankly. Um and it, it's it's weird enough for me. Um, was it North Carolina that got beat last night? I know somebody. Yeah, North Carolina got beat by Syracuse, an unranked team beating a top ten team. So sometimes it's hard to follow Joe Lenardi. Uh, yet he's still the one that we give the most pub to. It uh, seems like that's across the board. All right, we'll take a break. We will let you know how you can nominate people for the Pest Pro. Player of the Week for the spring sports, baseball and softball. She will join us right after this timeout and fill you in. Stick around. It's the Wednesday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey, it's Peter Burns for the SEC Network. The best midday show in the Montgomery area and in Auburn, Opelika, is the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. For the past 65 years, there's only been one race where a legend can cement his legacy. Jimmy Johnson's going to win the Daytona 500. Or an underdog can experience a career-defining moment. Finally, Michael Waltrip is going to win, winning the Daytona 500. Who will experience that this year? The 66th running of the Daytona 500, February 18th. Your station for NASCAR in the River Region is ESPN, the ticket. 
Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Stop what you're doing. Okay, don't just stop if you're driving, but stop driving the direction you're going and drive to Pig Enterprises so we can get you behind the wheel of the vehicle you've been dreaming about. At Pig Enterprises, we not only believe in providing you with an easy vehicle buying experience, but we also believe in providing you with an experience tailor-made for you and getting you into the vehicle of your dreams. Exactly what you want and need with zero stress. Now, we all could use a little less stress in our lives. Am I right? Shop online at P-I-G-G-E-N-T.com or drive on over today and see our award-winning team in person. Inventory changes daily. Don't let your dream car pass you by. Let our team get you behind the wheel. Simple, fast, no pressure. Consider it a quick detour on your trip and you'll arrive happier than you could have imagined when you left the house today. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Beasley Allen is proud to support the Troy Trojans. Beasley Allen has been helping those who need it most since 1979. This applies to the clients they serve, but also to the community. The firm is involved in a wide variety of service projects that touch the lives of individuals in several locations, including the River Region. Visit them online at BeasleyAllen.com or follow them on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of the legal services performed by other lawyers. Yeah, let's go, baby. You want a bud, man? Yeah, got to get right for this one. You know that's non-alcoholic, right? Say what? Bud with zero alcohol. Say what? Budweiser Zero, bruh. Say what? Budweiser Zero. Zero alcohol. Zero compromise. With the weather turning colder, it's time to do some indoor painting. John Lee Paint Company carries the Richards Signature Ceramic Series, an interior ceramic paint that comes in matte and eggshell sheen levels, a specially formulated interior wall paint that incorporates new resin technologies and the use of ceramic microspheres. By combining these two properties, Richards created a product that's easy to apply, provides excellent coverage, adhesion, durability, and scrub resistance. Quality, service, experience since 1974. John Lee Paint Company on Coliseum Boulevard. Itching a ride to the lake? Hauling a camper? Whatever your adventure, trust Basil's Truck and Camper to help you haul your toys. The state's only draw-tight hitch pro, Basil's can install hitches, camper shells, and truck accessories. Whether you need a fifth-wheel hitch or a B&W gooseneck hitch, Basil's Truck and Camper stands ready to hook you up. Basil's is home for rock solid, the best in enclosed trailers. Visit Montgomery's most trusted dealers, see their hitches, camper shells, trailers, truck accessories, and more by visiting 507 Northeastern Boulevard or cruise by basilstc.com. There's one thing for certain in central Alabama this time of year. The temperatures are always uncertain. Keep your heating and air conditioning unit operating at peak performance all the time. Call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service, seven days a week for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley, central Alabama's green dealer. Alabama certification number 84449. Central Alabama's best sports can be heard on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, The Ticket. Time now for Hour 2 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. 
to talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. It's time to retake your seat at the round table. Brought to you by Max Credit Union with locations in the River Region, Auburn and Opelika. Max, smart money made simple. All right, as promised, let's welcome in the lady that has just taken this industry by storm in the River Region and beyond. That's what Pest Pro means to a whole bunch of people these days, including the Amos clan. Ashley McDonald, how you doing, girl? Ashley McDonald, you're not a weather person. Ashley Williams, that's the one that's joining us. My bad, Ashley. I was in the middle of something. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing really well. How about y'all? By the way, calling you Ashley McDonald is, is I'm sure you have met her, probably a wonderful lady, just as you are. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Valentine's to y'all, and, and no worries. I have been called way worse, Boy, that, actually, today. So I, no I, then I'm ahead of you. I've been called way worse twice today, uh, so uh, I'm, I'm ahead of you on that train. Hey, but let's talk about it. Something you've done here on this program for the last two, three, four years uh, at the Pest Pro Players of the Week, you get nominations for a softball and a baseball player that plays within the River Region. I'm thinking we stick with Elmore, Atauga, and Montgomery counties on that. We're 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 going to let you kind of lay it out today, and then the first one will be announced a week from this Friday. So, kind of talk us through it what all we need to do to get nominations done yeah this is just something to you know bring some attention to spring sports i feel like sometimes they get lost so we want to make sure that we give those athletes the accolades they deserve um so all you have to do is just email their stats to me and then if you can send a picture so we can uh put them on their the uh social media platforms and then we'll actually announce it on your show first then share it to our social media platforms um and so all you do is just send their stats for the week like i said a picture their grade um and anything you want us to know about if they've committed to somewhere that we can share um it's just to bring spotlights uh to to the local athletes in our area and, and if you don't mind, I, I think a lot of people already do that for you. We'll get you to give your email address. But I'm also going to allow them, if it's okay with you, because we have such an active text box. Uh, so many people listen and communicate with me via text. Do you mind if I allow them to send the stuff to me via text and then I will forward it to you just to try to keep a lot more wheels turning? Absolutely. That would be great. You can forward it to me and then we'll look at it. And like I said, we just pick the, the best of the best. There's no um, there's no really other method than the stats don't lie. So we go by that. And I do double check the stats. I am on Game Changer. I try to follow all the teams. Um, I try to keep up with everyone. I actually go to games throughout the spring. So it's my favorite time of year. Termite season, baseball and softball season. You can't make me any happier. So termite season. um Tell us what we need to know about Pest Pro and how you guys could help us. So as it warms up, you're you're probably going to start seeing some swarms come out with the termites. They're, those are just reproductive termites. They're not the ones that are going to cause damage to your home, but they eventually will. So if you see that, please call us. We'll come out. We'll give you free evaluation. Um, there's no charge for that, and then we can give you an estimate to treat the home and get it protected. 
Okay, so your email address is what? Once again, folks, a parent can nominate, a friend can nominate, anybody can nominate a player with stats from the week. Since we're announcing it today, Ashley, and the first winners are going to be a week from Friday, you're going to join us uh, at about 1140 each Friday, starting on the 23rd of February. They can any stats from uh, whatever's happened so far to the end of next week. When, when do uh, the nominations need to be in prior to the announcement on Fridays? Uh, as long as you can get them to me by that Friday at like 6 a.m. because I'll come into the office about 7 and I'll go through everything and that's how I'll pick. So I try to get stats up until the very last minute. Um, I don't try to, you know, make you go through Wednesday. We want to get all the stats we can so we can see who is the best in the River Region. All right, what's your email address, my friend? My email is ashley at ppsriverregion.com. Um, if you can't remember that, go to our Facebook page at Pest Pro Services and all the information for Pest Pro Player of the Week is on our page and you can get my email from there. And if you want to just cut through the middleman and just text me all the stuff Ashley's requesting, meaning stats, a name, you can nominate a baseball player and a softball player. Uh, you're not restricted on the nomination. So if you want to send stuff to the Pig Enterprises text box, that number is 334-313-1170. We want to have a very active player of the week spring what does the what do the players of the week win ashley if they are named so great point we're going to send them a certificate out just noting that they won for the week we'll have their stats on that and then um again teaming up with chris and celeste at the smokehouse yeah they're going to get a free uh free barbecue sandwich combo from them and they'll get that certificate um and, and we'll email that or not email it we'll mail it to their school so they'll be presented with that from their coach we'll that is their coach and the coach will get it to them so cool because nobody does barbecue better than chris and celeste at, at smokehouse they're about what uh a half well, a tenth of a mile two tenths of a mile from your place a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah, you yeah. Can, and you so, could do that all the way down there from Pest Pro. We, uh, we could, yeah. But we want to say thank you to them for teaming up with us again and helping us with that uh, to just kind of reward these, these young people in our area. Here's what I'd like to do, Ashley, and let Chris and Celeste know this. I know at the end of the year we'll have a season full of weekly winners. Uh, I would like for us, and we've talked about this in the past. I'm not sure we followed through on it. I'd like to do a show out there free uh, to, to for Chris and Celeste to get you down there with me to name uh, players of the year based on your award uh, and and have some fun with that, but, but also throw uh, – uh, a mini, a big thank you to the folks at Smokehouse Barbecue. That sounds like a plan to me. You let them know for me, will you? I sure will. Thank you, girl. Take care. Again, folks, it's the Pest Pro Player of the Week. First off, if you want the best coverage from a pest service, pest control service, there is nobody in the league of Ashley Williams and her crew at Pest Pro. Uh, go search them out on the internet. You'll find out why I use them and everybody I know, most people I know that use them for not only uh, their home, but their commercial sites as well. Uh, she does it incredibly well, and we want you to have an opportunity 
to get it done incredibly well, too. You know, I have looked at this in the past. I forget about it every year. Thanks to Clark for sending it to me. Uh, there is a bracket matrix out there for you basketball fans that literally lists every single bracketology. And if you think that there is only a few, you couldn't be more wrong. There are, uh, there look like, it looks like there's 40 or 50 of these things. I don't have time to count them. Clark, how many of those things are there? Uh, most by just initials and analytics, but you know all of the big sports sites that cover college basketball uh, have them. The general consensus, and this is how this is done. You know, you got some people that are high, have you higher, some people have you lower, like Auburn uh, has a few threes in there. They have a two in there. They have a five in there. Um, and look, looking continuously on Auburn's, we're about to talk to Luke's about uh, Alabama's. A lot of threes, a lot of a lot of fours in there for Auburn. They are the last three seed based on the matrix. Alabama is the second to last three seed on the matrix. The highest Alabama's got a boatload of threes. They do have a two. Most of their uh, another two. They have most of theirs are threes. There is a five sprinkled in there. Just one. Looks like Alabama has about four or five twos, but mostly threes. And um, it's just interesting looking at other SEC teams before we slide out of here to visit with Luke Robinson. Tennessee is listed as a two seed based on the matrix. And again, the matrix is the average of all of the bracketologies out there. And there are a million of them. Uh, literally, it's crazy. I mean, if you want me to send this to you, if you'd like for me to send this to you, I'll be more than happy. Uh, oh, there's 105. Excuse me. I appreciate it, Marty. I didn't have to count them. It's sitting right there for me to look at, right there on the thing. Thanks, Marty. I appreciate it. There's 105 bracketologies out there. It's a little much, isn't it? But uh, Purdue, Connecticut, Houston, and Arizona, that seems to be the, the ones on all of them. Uh, and they are consistently, uh, three of them are, are like unanimous, Purdue, Connecticut, and Houston. Arizona has a, a two sprinkled in there a couple of times, but they're still the fourth one if you take the average. The two seeds are North Carolina, who lost last night, Tennessee, uh, Marquette and Kansas. Those are the two seeds. The three seeds are Iowa State, Baylor, Alabama, and Auburn. The four seeds, Duke, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Creighton. Let's take a look at where the rest of the SEC is in this bracket. South Carolina is the first five seed in the average of the 105 bracketologies. Kentucky is a seven seed. Wow. Uh, that's how long has it been since Kentucky's been back that far? But Kentucky listed as a seven seed. Other SEC teams, Texas A&M, embarrassing loss last night, is an eight seed in the latest bracket matrix. Other SEC teams, Florida is a nine seed. Now you're starting to get on the bubble once you get past nine, uh, according to Lenardi and them. 
Indiana State, another embarrassing loss uh, happened last night with them. They had a quad four loss. First time they'd been ranked. That came out on Monday. First time Indiana State has been ranked since Larry Bird played there. And they're playing at home against a quad four team and got beat double digits. The pressure of getting into the big dance. Ole Miss and Mississippi State are square on the bubble. They are listed in bracket matrix as 11 seeds heading in to the couple of games tonight and then another uh, weekend of college basketball. Other SEC teams that are on here, um, you know, other at-larges, let me see, there aren't really – for the SEC, it looks like nine or bust. Like there's just not going to be a chance to get more than nine, I think. It it looks like there's a much better chance the SEC gets eight uh, instead of one more at ten. So nine appears to be uh, the ceiling for the Southeastern Conference. Uh, 334-517-1210, the number to call us if you got a question for Luke Robinson uh, and what's going on with Locked on Bama. we got a lot to ask him. Same kind of things we went over with Zach and Locked on Auburn. Always good to have Luke on for a couple of segments, and he will join us right after this. Stick around. It's the Locked on Wednesday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is Paul Feinbaum, and when I'm in central Alabama, I enjoy listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Be the commander-in-chief of savings when you shop Cohen's President's Day Sale going on now. Get up to $3,000 in rebates when you purchase select KitchenAid appliances at Cohen's. Or take home the Whirlpool four-piece kitchen suite, including the side-by-side refrigerator, electric range, microwave hood combo, and dishwasher for just $22.99. That's a savings of $11.89. Ask about special financing, too. Exercise your right to life, liberty, and huge savings during Cohen's President's Day Sale. Think outside the big box stores. Think Cohen's. When it comes to waste removal, you get the best when you choose JB and the team at Jettison Environmental. When you call, a real person will answer the phone, ready to assist you. Jettison Environmental is your local source for affordable dumpster service, construction roll-offs, compactors, portable toilets, and even a convenient CND landfill. You can trust them for timely delivery and pickup. Call 334-301-4414 to schedule your waste removal services. You can also visit them online at jettisonenvironmental.com. Peyton's Place might be the only meat and three restaurant in town with the drive-thru window. Need a quick lunch that's not fast food? Peyton's Place drive-thru is the answer. Come inside and dine or pick it up at the window. They serve lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Call in your order for carryout or drive-thru at 396-3630. That's Peyton's Place, the number two, and eat.com. Peyton's Place, Atlanta Highway across from Faulkner University. Call 396-3630 for carryout or drive-thru. Peyton's Place. 
Once again, guys, Phoenix Salon has come to your rescue for Valentine's Day. They put together several packages, especially for the day of love, like a steamy romance for two. It's a spa pedicure, steam room, and a couple's massage. The feeling steamy package includes a signature facial and a pedicure. The Phoenix Salon Hot 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 Package is a signature rose manicure and signature facial. Ladies, your man needs to feel warm and fuzzy too on Valentine's Day, so you can get the men you love a package too, which is a gentleman's facial, a back polish. Make sure that Valentine's Day is special for the both of you. You can call Phoenix Salon and Spa at 272-4247, or you can look them up at phoenixsalonskinandspa.com. The day of love will be a special one this year with a gift from Phoenix Salon, 6311 Atlanta Highway. The last minute is here, so it's time for you guys to go shopping for your Valentine. Jewelry Designs Unlimited doesn't raise the prices only to lower them for special occasions. Their prices are the same all year. Necklaces, bracelets, rings, earrings, and other types of fine jewelry for your wife or girlfriend without having to take out a loan. Diamonds, emeralds, topaz, sapphires, and other pieces are all at great prices. Get her a gift from Jewelry Designs Unlimited, 4339 Atlanta Highway, next to Lumber Liquidator. Welcome to another country music moment. Today on the show, we're doing country with the sounds of Jake Stone. More country man for you to love. Howdy, partner. Hey, I ain't your partner. Now, Jake, you're one of the hottest country singers out there, especially with the ladies. What's your secret? Tight jeans and big boots. Tight jeans and big boots. That sounds like the recipe for a hernia. Now, Jake, I know a big country boy like yourself likes to drink a lot of beer. What's your favorite? I like to round myself up the great taste of a crisp, clean, classic Budweiser, partner. Well, you heard it here straight from the horse's mouth. No offense, Jake. Now, why don't you just take us out with one of them country songs? Be obliged to. It's the king of beers. There's none above, cause it's more Budweiser for you to love. It's a Bud thing, and how the bush ain't lost Missouri. More Budweiser for you to love. I can't believe it. I'm sick of country. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. This is Locked On Wednesday, the Max Roundtable's inside look at the goings-on in Tuscaloosa and Auburn. Locked On Wednesday is brought to you by the town of Pike Road. Welcome home. Joining Doug for his deep dive into the Crimson Tide is the host of the Locked On Bama podcast, Luke Robinson. Let's welcome him in, the guy that covers Alabama as well as anybody we've dealt with over a long period of time, Luke Robinson. How you doing, my friend, on this Wednesday? Doing great. How are you today? Doing well, bud. Let's start with uh, football. Just give me your overview of what happened with Ryan Grubb. I know it's um, low-hanging fruit for some people to be criticizing Alabama for the timing of it, but I just want you to give your thoughts on Grubb, the official announcement coming a day after the deadline for the 30-day 
portal window and then the promotion of Nick Sheridan. Just give me your overview after you and Jimmy have talked about it. Um, I'm not mad at him, and I'm not mad at Alabama for or if, if they did have uh, some elaborate plan to wait till the 30-day window was done because, hey, I think at this point, it's every man for himself. There's, uh, it, it, and somebody can say, well, that's not, you know, that's not taking the, the moral stance. Well, there is no more moral stance in college athletics until we put some guardrails somewhere. And, um, you know, you, you have kids that, uh, and I'm not going to say any names, but there are kids out there who say, hey, I'm not going to go play anymore unless I get blank. And, you know, if, if you've got that going on, what there, there really is no more. I don't think anybody has any moral high ground is what I should say. So I think it's kind of silly for anybody to say this is shady. It's, it's, it was shady in the past for different reasons. And now it's just shadier out in the open. And uh, so I'm not uh, – that doesn't bother me in the least. If they did wait for the 30-day window, bully on them. I'm not, I'm not upset. Um, the kids are all being compensated pretty well right now. Don't give me this. Well, they thought he, they were, he was going to be their offensive coordinator. They barely even knew the guy, if they knew him at all. So that's, that's not a problem. And really, this is all about Kalen DeBoer anyway. Um, so I'm not, it, it, I'm not mad at Ryan Grubb either. I'm not mad at him for taking an opportunity to go to the NFL. We're seeing guys right now leave head coaching jobs in the college to go be uh, NFL coordinators or position coaches because you get to spend some time with your family. You get to do some things that you may want to do <laughs> instead of uh, all-time be recruiting. So uh, I'm not mad at, at any of those folks. I think that it's just the, the new new age, and we've all got to get used to it. I, as far as the new office of – Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go. Yeah. Go ahead and comment on Sheridan, and then I got some follow ups. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay with Sheridan. I don't think it was a hire that has been knocked out of the park. I don't think it was a hire that is a swing and a miss because we have no idea. He's been an offensive coordinator before um, at Indiana, which is okay. So that's good. And and when he was, they were a pretty proficient offense. That's great. But it's a different animal. Um, at the same time, you know, there, there are some negatives you could point out. You, you, a lot of folks really wish Alabama had swung for the fences a little more. Okay, I get that. Um, but this is – Do we feel like they may now. have – could they have and just maybe were turned down? I know the Missouri offensive coordinator's name was floating out there. Do you believe that DeBoer ever reached outside of the, the current staff to try to fill that spot? My, I don't know for sure. My gut feeling is no. My gut feeling is, uh, yeah, he probably had some options in his mind and maybe had some feelers in terms of, all right, if I want to go this other route. But my bet is he's like, hey, let's try and keep this a little bit more together now. Th- again, this is me guessing. Um, so I, I'm okay with it. Uh, if we had gotten Missouri's offensive coordinator, I mean, Kirby Would there Moore. be a ton of reason yeah. to feel a lot more excited? I mean, I, again, I, I mean, can, can you say that he's definitively better than this guy? I, I, I mean, I don't think you can. So I think what we have to do is there's so many unknowns coming into this next year. No doubt. That l- let's just get in there and let's see how this group does before we make a judgment on them. I'm, you know, normally I think it's easier. Look, if Nick Saban were the coach and he had hired, you know, put in the tight end coach uh, from Alabama to be 
uh, the offensive coordinator. I think all of us would be scratching our head a lot more like, hey, you're Nick Saban. You can go get whatever you want. But if you're, if, if you're Kalen DeBoer, you're stepping into this whole new scenario and uh, you've already had your other offensive coordinator leave, which you may have already known about already. I mean, Greg Byrne alluded to the fact, hey, we had a plan for this. Maybe this was the plan. Um, and so I'm, I'm not – this doesn't move my meter one way or the other because – I've got there's so many other things to worry about with this team that I think we need to just say, hey, let's give some of these guys a shot. We don't know yet. Okay, so let me ask you this because this came up as well. I think Alabama's 30 day window ended Friday night, right? Uh, isn't that correct? Uh, and then correct. The, the announcement was made on Saturday. So uh, if we just count the calendar back, Friday was Feb 9. When, at some point, getting transferring, you know, the first part of February, you can't even get into classes somewhere else, can you? So that right. needs to be a factor in this. It's not like there would – because if you're not able to get in classes somewhere else, then the, the transfer portal that's coming up after the spring, in essence, is no different than the 30-day window was from February moving forward. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think all this is just kind of stupid, kind of off-season people looking for something to complain about. Um, I really do. I mean, I saw a tweet out there that some people believe that the Seahawks agreed yeah. to oh, let yeah. this 30-D win. Are you kidding me? The Seattle Seahawks don't give two rips about the University of Alabama. The, did you see the ratings for the Super Bowl? It would take five national championship games to equal that Super Bowl rating. The NFL is so much bigger than college football, they don't care. They're not going to agree with Alabama to have this wink, wink, we won't tell anybody you're coming for 30 days just so y'all can, so you can have this window. They're not going to do that. That's, that's silly. So um, they're bigger than, than Alabama. They're bigger than college football. So they don't have to do something like that. Now, did was there some kind of um, – situation where Ryan Grubb was like, hey, you know, I want to do it this way so that we, you know, no more guys leave. But in the end, I don't think that would have stopped it. I mean, the rumors were out there. I mean, if I were a player that was really considering leaving, I would have gone, hey, somebody tell me what's going on here. And, um, and then I, or I might have left myself. So I don't know that anybody else would have left anyway. Um, and and I, again, I just don't think it's, I think it's a complete non-starter. I think anybody Fussing about this is just looking to fuss about something. Okay, so let's dig deep into guessing because that's all we're doing is playing guesswork here because we really don't know what the rosters will look like positive or negatively, uh, you know, through the spring and through the next window. But the number of games that FanDuel has win totals for Alabama is 9.5, behind only Texas and Georgia in the league, tied with LSU, Missouri, and Ole Miss. I'm curious as to where you are in looking at that, uh, at the 9.5 total. I'm sure you've looked at it just because it's fun to do. I get it. Uh, but but that seemed about right for you. And in, in which direction would you go if you had to look at it today? Um, I'm leaning over, but I think 9.5 is a perfect spot. I could buy it both ways. Um, I think that um, it, Alabama's got a very difficult schedule. It's a gauntlet, and um, it's it's going to be difficult 
for them to uh, – I mean, I'm, I think going undefeated is out of the question. So let's take that off. And let's also be fair. Nick Saban didn't go undefeated but a couple of times. So um, I think when you welcome in Georgia, you go on the road to Tennessee, LSU, Oklahoma, you got Auburn at home too and Missouri at home, who some people have in the top seven in the preseason. Um, and, and you also go to Wisconsin. I think two losses is, is almost assured. Okay, so then it's, do you think they get to that third loss? Right now I'm leaning they don't, but I can be swayed one way or the other. And, and right now uh, on ESPN's top 25, they came out with one maybe a month ago and they had Alabama at four. They've come out with one or five, and now they've got Alabama at nine. Right, I'm looking at it. And I can it. see that under I'm, – I'm really okay with this. I think it's better for – look, if Nick Saban were the coach of this exact same team – They'd be and ranked higher Alabama than nine. Would, yep. They'd be ranked higher than nine, and they probably don't deserve to be. They probably, looking at the schedule, looking at what's returning, that would be the Saban factor kicking in. And But if with Kalen DeBoer there, I think people are, are discounting it too much. So I think Alabama should really be around number six or number seven, but in the end, now we're picking this because there's a 12-team playoff. So if you're telling me Alabama's preseason number nine, I'm like, hey, I get us in the playoff. Let's rock. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, according if you went straight down the line, we'd be going on the road in the playoffs. But I can live with that. You um, know, when you look at Bill Conley's returning production percentages that he does for ESPN, you know, he says in his uh, explanation that you know Alabama was the only outlier in the playoff last year. Alabama was one twenty five in returning production for the twenty twenty three season. This year, I think they're one fifteen ahead of only Mississippi State. In the SEC, they did have a top 10 recruiting class, or just, I mean, a top two recruiting class when it was all said and done. Um, I'm just curious, and, the, and you help me here. You guys have your finger, uh, you know, to the pulse of, of kind of this football thing a lot more than I do on a daily basis. But I got a feeling that this, the Alabama team is probably pretty pleased when they see some of these people saying what they expect from Alabama. You got people that that are literally on the radio every day uh, talking about three, four losses, fourth or fifth or sixth in the SEC. Uh, and I just got a feeling that there's some guys up there in Tuscaloosa that may be licking their chops a little bit, uh, enjoying and embracing the fact that nobody's expecting much out of Alabama. Yeah, I agree, and I think this is it's much better for Kalen DeBoer to be starting out at – I mean, look, you don't want to be starting out at, you know, number 19, 20, or God forbid, out of the top 25. I mean, if you're Alabama especially, I mean, that would raise a ton of eyebrows. But if you're starting at number 9 or 10, I think that uh, considering Alabama's been ranked number – you know, had this long streak of being ranked number one at some point in the season, uh, this long streak of being remaining in the top five, top ten – uh, it, I think this is a great workout room uh, motivation. Uh, will it you know, translate on the field? I don't know, but it may help people get prepared for the season, which is crucial. And I think that's better for Kellen DeBoer than to be starting out with very unreasonable expectations. I mean, people are already saying, look, I mean, ESPN has it. They got Georgia at one, I think. I think they've got Texas at 
three or four. They've got Ole Miss at six, Missouri at seven, and they got Alabama at nine. I mean, that's how, they they got Alabama essentially fifth place in the SEC. Yeah, and if that you know that one way to put it is Alabama's number nine team in the country. That's great. Another way to put it is their fifth best team in the SEC, and I think that's the way Kalen DeBoer will frame it when somebody's like, "Hey, coach, I don't know if I can run." you know, uh, another uh, hundred yard sprint or whatever. And he's going to say, okay, we'll just, I guess you're comfortable with number nine in the, in the country or whatever. Um, but so I think it's better for him to start off being more of an underdog versus the, the, you know, heavy is the crown way that Nick Saban's been running things forever. I mean, even when Alabama was very incredibly rarely an underdog, like the SEC championship game last year, it wasn't like people were thinking Alabama's got no shot against Georgia and Alabama actually did go out and beat Georgia. So I think that um, it's much better position for a first year coach like Kalen DeBoer just to, to be starting out as a relative underdog. I mean, relative to what Alabama's been, I mean, to the rest of the country, they're not an underdog, but to what Alabama's standards been, they're an underdog. Okay, so final football question, then we'll take a break and talk some hoop. But, you know, everybody was excited about the offensive coordinator coming because that was the one Nick Saban wanted to hire last year, right? Ryan Grubb, he tried to get him, and he ended up staying with uh, Kalen DeBoer in Washington. Then they were also excited about the offensive line coach coming. Scott Huff coached the Huskies to the Joe Moore Award last year. Now both are gone. The, the offensive coordinator has been hired. What are you hearing about the offensive line? I haven't heard anything quite yet. Um, I don't know what direction this is going to turn, but, boy, I'm not really freaking out one way or the other. Again, the offensive coordinator, I do understand the, the hand-wringing and, you know, the, the being worried about, um, hey, what, what is this going to look like? Offensive line coach, hey, I think it's important. I'm not trying to diminish its importance by any stretch, but I, I don't think any team has won or lost necessarily – a national championship based on the offensive line coach alone. So I, I'm not, I hadn't been quite as worried about that. And again, I go back to, and I, I hate to be so nonchalant about it because it's a big deal. I mean, you definitely want a good offensive line coach. Um, but th- there's so many other question marks with this football team now. I mean, I'm much more intrigued, and I'm not trying to, to walk away from your question, but I'm much more intrigued. Uh, Clint Lamb from On Three at, at Bama Online today put out a, a depth chart, a proposed depth chart for Alabama. Yeah, I saw that. And, and the first thing he had was starter at quarterback, Jalen Milrow or Ty Simpson. And, I mean, to me, that was huge. I mean, that was like, wow. Um, because it it really does – it just puts this possibility that Jalen Milrow may not be the starter. He – it. I, I think it sounds kind of crazy given what he did last year, but um, he he may not be. And I think that is that is as big a story as there is out there. Offensive coordinator, offensive line coach, whatever. Outside of Kalen DeBoer, I think you know Jalen Milrow is the biggest name at Alabama right now. So uh, I thought that was rather huge. Yeah, where, me too. You know, so it's hard for me to get my head around the offensive line coach when I'm like, oh my God, we have a returning starter that a lot of people felt like we could be the best quarterback in the SEC or one of the top four or five quarterbacks in the country, and he might not be the starter. 
And he's in the Hosman Trophy odds. <laughs> Isn't he in like yeah. top five with the Hosman Trophy odds? Hey, let me ask you this, and we'll take a break, talk a little hoop. Do you believe, as in talking to, to K, talking about Kalen DeBoer with Jimmy and just your research, is Kalen DeBoer a guy that would most likely name a starter after spring or during spring or when that's over because of the window? Or does he try to make sure everybody stays on the roster and says, I'm not going to name a starter until the fall? Um, For that position. Well, I think that this year, this year may be different than most. I think this year you probably uh, leave it at least a little bit of the door open for everybody else because things are so crazy with the transfer portal and uh, anybody could take anything the wrong way. In the end, though, I think whatever it is, um, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I'm willing to bet, and I say this sort of tongue-in-cheek if you know where I'm going, Ty Simpson's, it's not like Ty Simpson's not making any NIL money. Trust me. I mean, he's, he's doing okay. And so, but I think if he were to leave, it wouldn't be because uh, he said, uh, Kalen DeBoer said something like, Jalen Milrow is our starter and that's who we're going to roll with. Now, should something happen, it'll be Ty Simpson or Dylan Lonergan or Austin Mack or whatever. I think if anybody were to leave, it'd be because somebody got in somebody's DMs and said, Whatever you're making at Bama, we'll double it or triple it or whatever. And if you don't think that's happening, you're nuts. That's happening. Um, and that's happening all over the place, not just with Alabama folks. It's happening with everybody. I mean, um, all you got to do is look around the transfer portal and see where a lot of big-time names have, have uh, migrated and, and put two and two together. Uh, so I – that's, I don't think he, anybody would leave necessarily because of something Kalen DeBoer said. Now, if Kalen DeBoer came out and said, hey, nobody else has a – Jalen Milrow so far ahead of everybody, it's not even close. We don't even have a second-team quarterback. That would be one thing. But my bet is he says it just in the kind of way like, Jalen Milrow's our quarterback, and we've got some guys that can step up if when called upon, if needed. And I think that will be the way he frames it. And if it, I don't think that will be what would make somebody leave. I think it would be more than – the dollars that would make somebody leave if, if somebody gave them that opportunity. I got you. Hey, can you stick with me for a few minutes? Yeah, sure. I will right, take a break. Luke Robinson, Locked on Bama. We'll talk a little Alabama basketball with the guy that hosts along with Jimmy Stein, a great Locked on Bama podcast each and every day. We're back with more right after this. Hey there, I'm Lauren Sisler with ESPN, and you know one thing I love to do on my lunch break is listen to my good friends on the Max Roundtable. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 
Hey, we've all spent a lot of time at home lately, but it's time to get out. Zaza, serious Italian, is open for dine-in. Everything is sanitized. The tables have been spread out, and the alfresco dining has been expanded. It's time to get back to your favorite Italian restaurant, Zaza, in the alley downtown. You can still get either of Zaza's two famous family meals or anything on the menu for takeout. Brunch begins at 11 on Sundays with bottomless mimosas. Open for dinner Tuesday through Sunday, 495-7292 for reservations or takeout. Zaza, serious Italian. We're Montgomery, Alabama, the place where the bus boycott gave birth to the civil rights movement. Did you know we are also a high-tech hub for education, on the cutting edge of the nation's cyber defense, and home to one of the few internet exchanges in the southeast? We have exceptional weather, great shopping, fine dining, a symphony orchestra, one of the largest Shakespearean theaters in the world, and 90 city parks. The capital of dreams. Proud of our past, poised for the future. Visit DreamMontgomery.com today. The customers like Cronier's Fine Jewelry's January sale so much, they're extending it through Valentine's Day. Guys, diamond bracelets, flex, and tennis bracelets are still reduced by 25%. You can save 20% on diamond earrings and to van watches. Sapphire and emerald rings are still reduced by 20%. The savings continue through Valentine's Day. For over 50 years, Cronier's has been dazzling its customers. Cronier's Fine Jewelry on the Eastern Bypass across from Home Depot. See their selections online at Cronier's.com. Hello, Alabama sports fans. Did you know that it's illegal to place a sports bet on the big game in our state? Right now, you can place a legal wager in 38 states, including Tennessee, Florida, and Mississippi. But Alabama fans are missing out. Only you can help make a change. Call your legislator now and tell them you want the right to vote to allow sports betting in Alabama. Contact your legislator today by visiting sportsbettingalliance.org. Paid for by Sports Betting Alliance. Sportsbettingalliance.org. When I have the opportunity, I'm always going to turn to locally owned small businesses to fill a need. Carol's Carpet Flooring America is owned by the Corson family, and Drew and Laura have allowed the legacy of their parents, Lee and Stephanie, to live on through how they run their business, and that's with great integrity. I've known this family since I was a young boy, and I know Carol's Carpet will always provide great products for the best price and with excellent service both before and after the sale, all the while backing it up with the absolute top warranties you'll ever find in the flooring industry. How do I know all this? Because the Corsons treat their customers just like they'd want to be treated. It's why when I recently refloored rooms in my home, I turned to Carol's Carpet Flooring America. There are two locations, one in Prattville on Cobbs Ford Road and one in Montgomery on the northern bypass just before you get to Louis Tumka Highway. There's a reason why it's the most recommended flooring store in the River Region. It's where friends send their friends. Carol's Carpet Flooring America. Hey there, Russell from Gales Down the Street Cafe. Are you looking for a fancy lunch place with white tablecloths and servers when they're whites and blacks? Well, if you are, this ain't it. If you're looking for a quality down-home country lunch where you get food like your grandma used to cook, Gales Down the Street Cafe is the place for you. If you're looking for roast beef, if you're looking for country vegetables, if you're looking for anything like your grandma would have cooked, Gales Down the Street is the place for you. 2741 Zelda Road. It's Gales Down the Street Cafe. Open Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. 
I'm Don Duncan with All American Auto and Tire, your super dealer. The other day I was talking with a state employee who said, I wish I could use my WEX card at your location. My response was, you can. I'm sorry you didn't already know that. For over 16 years, All American Auto and Tire has been proud to honor the WEX cards for state employees. We also honor the Voyager cards for federal employees. Those cards are good at all locations in Montgomery and in Millbrook. Tires, service, or major repairs. Don Duncan's All American Auto and Tire. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. But I do know Huey Lewis when I hear him. And a uh, little Valentine's Day song. You got big Valentine's Day fa- uh, plans with the family there, Luke? Uh, just my wife and my seven-year-old daughter and I are going to go to dinner tonight. Awesome. That's, yeah, so looking forward to it. Absolutely. Uh, Alabama with the week off, uh, with no midweek game uh, this week. They're going Saturday to Saturday. What will most assuredly be a ticked-off Buzz Williams and Texas A&M team coming to Coleman Coliseum Saturday morning, 11 o'clock tip. Alabama will honor the 0304 team that made it further than Alabama's ever made it in an NCAA tournament, thanks to Antoine Petway's runner in the lane to beat Southern Illinois. And then they got the new unis, too. Give us what you feel will uh, that atmosphere will be like. I know they're trying to make sure that uh, the students get out and everybody else gets out because that's a critical game for Alabama. Yeah, I wish it wasn't at 11 o'clock in the morning, um, but that's fine. I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. I'm, I'm going with my family. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. And, um, you know, yeah, it's going to be sort of a ticked-off A&M team. I, and, frankly, last night and I was in the middle of doing another show, so I never got to get an explanation on this. I was watching the game on my phone. I swear I thought Vanderbilt traveled right before that shot. I don't understand how they did. He sort of had a Euro step, drag foot, and a hop step, and then took and then went up and came back down and took another shot. I don't understand how that wasn't a travel. But uh, if I were a and if I were Buzz Williams, I would have lost my mind. And considering he's usually out on the court half the time anyway, I can't believe he just didn't rip that vest off and go bananas. But um, that's a big loss for them. I mean, so. Now, any goodwill they had from that Tennessee win is out the window yeah. when you lose to the worst team in the conference. So, you, you're you now going to uh, go to Tuscaloosa, and it's it's you hate to say must win, but it's up there in terms of wins you got to have. You're not going to have a lot more opportunities to prove yourself. I mean, certainly they went from being solidly on the bubble to outside the bubble last night, if you ask me. And, you know, I think in Bracketology, which was released yesterday morning, uh, they were kind of solidly in. I believe they were, after the win over Tennessee, like a seven. I'm looking right now. It's kind of the one I go to. I know there's 105 of them. They were a seven seed uh, yesterday. Uh, But then this morning, they're not – they're still in the tournament. They're they're ahead of the last four buys and the last four in. So 
Uh, but, yeah, they, they need something good to happen soon, I would think, after that one last night. Uh, that was just – I mean, it's one of those losses you just can't – I mean, they could have afforded – if they that were at the beginning of the SEC season, fine. But considering we've had a lot of uh, uh, sample size to see what Vanderbilt is, and that is not very good, I think that that was a, a killer for those guys. So they're going to come in and play with their hair on fire, and they, they've – you know, they've given – hey, for all the, the, the great things Alabama and Auburn have done in the SEC, Texas A&M has sort of been a thorn in the side. I think Alabama beat them last year in the SEC tournament, uh, but, but A&M beat Alabama in A&M last year. They only played once, if I remember right. Um, I know A&M went into Neville Arena a few years ago and very unexpectedly beat Auburn. Um, you know, they, they Buzz Williams can be a coach that can – can beat you if you're much better than he is, and he can just outfight you, and then he can lose a game like he did last night against Vanderbilt. That's it's almost inexcusable, and I don't think all these bracketologies have been updated. But if they were, I, I would be shocked if they were considered still in it. And then if they lose Alabama this weekend, I mean they certainly would be, uh, you know, looking at, at very not even last four out. I would think so. Yeah, I hate it for the league. I mean, I would have much rather A&M won that game because Vanderbilt's not going anywhere. I mean, they, they have no shot at anything. So, I think it's better for the SEC had Texas A&M won that game. But um, regardless, it is what it is, and Alabama better be ready. They do have a week of rest, which uh, helps. But, you know, frankly, they played so well at LSU, I kind of wanted to keep that going. Um, I know they did not play well at Auburn, but, I think South Carolina is going to get a taste of that night. They're going to they're going to go into Neville Arena, a good South Carolina team, and they're going to get bludgeoned. I mean, yeah, Auburn they are. plays <laughs> like a different team at home, and I think they're going to get absolutely destroyed. And uh, so, you know, if it were at South Carolina, I may think the absolute opposite. I may think South Carolina wins by double digits. But it is in Neville Arena. It's going to be a raucous environment. And um, if Auburn does win that game, at least for the moment, Alabama's sitting by itself at number one for a while. And here's the thing. You talk about uh, games you can't afford to lose. Alabama's going to be in the tournament no matter what. But you, if you're Alabama and you're trying to win the league, um, by the way, if they did win the league this year, the regular season, they would be uh, the only team in second place. Right now they're tied with two other teams for most league championships in second place behind Kentucky's 49. Two other teams have 11 with Alabama. So I mean it's 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 not for nothing. They, it'd be great to win the league, but um, you look at the rest of their schedule. A and M at home is one of the easier games. Arkansas at home, the last game of the year, is probably the easiest game left on the schedule, and even that's tricky because Arkansas still got a lot of talent. Um, but Florida at home, that's going to be difficult. They've already gone to Rupp and won. Going to Rupp yourself is not going to be easy. I know they've lost three in a row there, which makes it even more improbable that you're going to go in there and win, uh, going on the road to winning, to beating Ole Miss. I know Auburn's done it. I know Ole Miss has come back down to earth a little bit. It's still going to be tough, and they're fighting for an NCAA berth. And going to Gainesville, playing at the O-Dome, that's going to be really, really difficult. Nobody's been going in there and winning a lot lately. So Alabama's got a lot of tough games coming up. Tennessee at home, that's certainly no give to me. Yeah, you feel good about Alabama and Coleman Coliseum. They lost an SEC game there in two years now. But – um, still, Tennessee's very good. Uh, so the the road ahead is very difficult, and you better take care of the ones that you, you feel best about. And A&M is probably 
the uh, second easiest game left on Alabama's schedule in the regular season. You know, I'd say this, Luke, and I don't know if you agree or not, but uh, I looked at remaining strength of schedule, and Alabama's is pretty hard compared to some of the other teams that they are in the running for. If you believe that the SEC champions coming out of the foursome of Tennessee, Alabama, South Carolina, and Auburn, uh, Alabama has – uh, the South Carolina has the toughest schedule. Uh, then Alabama's is really tough after that. I would say this. You tell me if I'm right or wrong here. If Alabama wins the league this year after losing all they lost off last year's team, basically with Mark Sears and Pringle, the only two guys back that are – and I, I guess you got to throw in the other guard. Uh, that, that's Griffin. Yeah, that, yeah, Griffin. Rylan Griffin, but if they win it this year and the way that he's recruiting in, in Nate Oates, wouldn't it be hard? That would be three regular season titles in four years. It would be hard not to proclaim Alabama the best program in the league currently over a four- or five-year period. Hey, you're not going to get any argument out of me. I think you're going to get argument out of people who say, yeah, but you know, they hadn't made it past the Sweet 16. Yeah. And and I'm going to say, okay, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, that, that's a fact. But I, that's the one thing I don't like about the incident. Like, the, every coach is judged on, no matter what you do in the regular season or in your own tournament, if you make it to the Elite Eight or the Final Four, you're kind of untouchable for a while. And I think that um, Nate Oates has proven himself. He's going to get there. I, I 100% believe that. Nate Oates is at Alabama long-term. He'll take Alabama to a, a Final Four or multiple Final Fours. I'm, I'm 100% convinced of that. Are you, um, you, go ahead. I'm sorry. But I think that it, it, there's some learning curve in there. I think there have been some, uh, obviously, some weird circumstances from time to time. But I think that um, Alabama's going to be a tough out in this tournament. You know, if, if they can continue to shoot this well, you know, obviously – the, the good, the bad news is they don't get to play every game in Coleman Coliseum. The good news is they don't have to play every game in Neville Arena or Thompson Bowling either. Uh, those are two places that are very difficult to play, and uh, especially when you are the minority. I mean, when you go play in Charlotte or you go play in Memphis, like where some of these tournament games are this year, it's going to be either a you know a, a moderate crowd or a sparse crowd for the most part, and it's going to be probably mostly Alabama fans, assuming they're not sent to, you know, out in California somewhere. So, I mean, the Alabama fans will travel to go watch this team play basketball uh, in the NCAA tournament. So, I mean, I think that um, they won't be as affected by, you know, crowd noise, the intimidation factor and things like that. Um, so hopefully they can, they can make a move this year and, you know, look, if they keep shooting well, I'm not putting anything past Mark Sears. I mean, that guy has been absolutely amazing this season. You know, it, it is frustrating if you follow Alabama basketball, though. You know, you beat LSU by, what, 17? Yet LSU shoots 55% from the field. I, I just don't see this Alabama team going as far as they potentially could unless they shore up what's happening when the other team has the ball. That's a good argument. I mean, I understand. I think at this point Alabama is what they are. Um, they are um, – they are going to be a, a team that's not going to play great defense. And uh, it's going to be okay defense. But if they're on, it, it, like the LSU yeah. game, I mean, if you're LSU, really like, matter. Yeah. We, shot 50, we shot 55%. We scored 90 points at home. 
and we essentially got blown out. <laughs> I mean, and it was tight. I mean, LSU had a one-point lead moderately late in that game. And then next thing you know, I mean, you look up, and Alabama has just pulled away. And it, it it happened so fast, you almost didn't have time to even call a timeout. It was just so bam, 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 bam. And um, if Alabama can have those kind of runs, and then all you have to do is play defense enough. You don't have to be – uh, play rough and tumble like every possession matters. You just have to, you know, stop them on one of every three possessions because you're scoring on three of every four possessions. And then it sort of works out for you. Um, and you're hitting threes and they're hitting twos. Um, so I think that if Alabama can, you know, have a game or two in the tournament where their defense is above average, above their own average, not necessarily national average, they're not going to do that, but above their own average, it seems we'll have a good chance to make a run. And the other thing is, landscape of college basketball, who's who's really good? Yeah. UConn. UConn's very good. Purdue. After that, I mean, ser- yeah. Purdue's good, but, I mean, I still think Houston. Purdue's got weakness, and their history in the tournament's not good. North Carolina just went and dropped another game on the road. Last, they've lost to Georgia Tech. They've lost to Syracuse. Yep. Uh, they lost at home to Clemson. Yeah, the NCAA uh, basketball landscape is not very tough this year. I agree with you. It's certainly uh, – balanced uh parity has arrived uh but final question what do you think of the unis uh that made a big deal of that you know they showed rylan opening a box and his eyes getting big and then now we've it's been unveiled and we've seen the uniform with the new or with the old block a with the the elephant running through it they'll wear them saturday morning what's your take on those i i love them i love them i i mean i really do i love that old uh that old logo, I think that's Alabama's best logo. Um, here's the thing: just don't lose. Yeah, don't, exactly. Don't lose with the new uniform. Just man, anytime people do these new uniform things and they come out and lose, I mean, you feel it, it makes you feel worse, doesn't it? I mean, it's like it, you've lost twice, and um, now that and those uniforms have an extra stank on them. So just be sure you go out there and win. That's all. Totally agree with you. How do our people follow you, man, in Locked on Bama? You and Jimmy do such a great job. Yeah, go uh, check out Locked on Bama anywhere on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Please subscribe. We're about 300 and some people away from 10,000 subscribers, so we'd love to get to that milestone, and uh, we'd appreciate it. Check us out, Locked on Bama. Luke, thanks, buddy. We appreciate your time, man. As always, we'll talk next week. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Take care. Luke Robinson. From Locked On Bama. All right. We're going to wrap up Hour 2. You know what happens in Hour 3. Chris Gordy joins us. We'll have a little fun with him when Locked On SEC. But as we do slide to the top of the hour break, let me tell you a little bit about Carol's Carpet Flooring America. I keep telling you about it being the most recommended flooring store in the River Region and friends sending their friends. Listen. I'm going to really, really encourage you to do one thing. The next time either your office or your home or your second home has any flooring need, just give them a chance. Just give them the opportunity to earn your business. That's all Charlie, Daryl, me, Bill, Rad, anybody's ever asked 
is just that you give them an opportunity to earn your business. Don't just go hand it to them on a silver platter. Just give them the opportunity. That's what Drew Corson and Bruce Hill and the whole crew at both locations of Carol's Carpet have continued to build after Lee and Stephanie lost their lives tragically. Uh, Drew, their son, is absolutely doing a wonderful job in keeping that company in the legacy role of his his parents. So just... Do that for me. Give them a chance to earn your business. And then a little side note, tomorrow, a brand new partner here on the Max Roundtable, Bath Innovations, my friend Brad over there, another family-owned business just down the bypass from Cohen's. What great work they do on remodeling your bath, uh, taking what may be, I don't know, an eyesore in your home and turning it into a great asset. This guy built this business from the ground up, doing it from his garage for a while. Now it is established with an incredible reputation. So give both of those guys a call. Carol's Carpet and Bath Innovations. They'll be joining the the Locked On uh, arms with the Max Roundtable tomorrow. All right, don't forget, we still have a pair of Samantha Fish tickets if you want them. We also have tickets for this Saturday's uh, concert as well. I think it's John Waite, isn't it, Bill? No more John Waite tickets? Okay, we're done. We, but we do have a Samantha Fish ticket a pair uh, to that ticket to that concert tonight if you would like to go to Impact and a little have a little Valentine's Day fun. We're back with Hour 3 right after this on the Max Roundtable. Hey there, I'm ESPN's Lauren Sisler and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery, ESPN The Ticket. Weekends are made for NASCAR. Your NASCAR station in Central Alabama is ESPN The Ticket. Hear all of the action of the NASCAR Cup races on Central Alabama Sports Leader. NASCAR on The Ticket is brought to you in part by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Basil's Truck and Camper, Mid-State Driving Academy, Tire City on the Atlanta Highway and Southern Boulevard, United Heating and Air, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet. The radio home for NASCAR in the River Region is ESPN, the ticket. Pucker up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you broken hearted, just say goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry. Once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed. And this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. 
See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. The Capo, which is Italian for boss, is Five Point Deli and Grill's Burger of the Month. When I asked Eric what's on it, he said, stuff. And I told him he needed to be a little bit more specific for this commercial. He said, okay, it's a half-pound burger grilled in a butter and grilled brioche bun. Thick cut bacon. Their house ham sliced thin, smoked and grilled on the flat top. Two slices of melted provolone cheese, zesty Italian pepper with olive spread. Now I know why Eric just said stuff, but that stuff sure sounds good. Five Points Deli and Grill at Old Cloverdale. Introducing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. It's made with real fruit juice. It's six times filtered. No added sugar. No artificial aftertaste. It is USDA certified organic. It's a cut above. New Mango Apricot Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. As real as it tastes. Drive for a company that puts God and family first. Wiley Sanders Trucking is looking for experienced local and over-the-road dump truck drivers. If you're a cement or line truck driver, Wiley Sanders Trucking needs you too. Call 855-777-9785 or 334-372-5049. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you feel like part of the family. Besides top pay, you'll get Blue Cross Blue Shield, 401k, and a sign-on bonus. You won't feel like just a number. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you'll feel like family. This is Russ Chandler. My family and I have been taking our vehicles to Japanese Auto for over 35 years. There's three generations of Chandlers that use Japanese Auto. We also take my wife's Suburban by there, and he works on that as well. In the past, we had taken our vehicles to the dealership, paid considerably more than what we pay Ronnie and his guys to do. Ronnie is straightforward. He's honest. If he tells you that this is wrong with your car and it's going to take this much to fix it, then he's going to take care of it. When you see the customer service and the level of professionalism, you will absolutely recommend Japanese Japanese Auto to a friend. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp code. Lesson 42. This is how you say happy hour. It's happy hour. Let's go get some Bud Lights. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light. Crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. Your NASCAR station in the River Region is WTXK. Pike Road, Montgomery. ESPN. The ticket. Time now for Hour 3 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union. On ESPN, the ticket in the River Region. And on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-517. 1210 or send him a message into the pig enterprises text box at 334-313-1170 enjoy today's final hour at the round table brought to you by max credit union with locations in the river region auburn and opelika max smart money made simple All right, welcome back, everybody, as we begin our three. Just to touch on something that Luke said, and, and you know, I've already, I spent the first hour talking about Lenardi, and it seems like some of his things don't add up. 
Uh, he had Auburn a three seed in yesterday's bracketology. Today's cheat sheet on Feb 14, Valentine's Day, he's got him a four seed, saying a big win tonight could get them in the range of a three seed. Yet in yesterday's full bracketology, they were a three seed. And no, the Texas A&M loss last night, embarrassing as it was at Vanderbilt, did not get them out of the tournament. They're still in, according to Lenardi. So, you never know. I, I tend to think once we get to mid-February, I think things are much more stable with bracketology, and you just don't see any massive movements, even with surprising losses. Let's get Floyd the Barber in here in hour number three. Floyd, what's shaking, my friend? How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. I want to, you know, just quickly say with, with you being on, I know you lost uh, your your bride's mother uh, last week. Uh, and just know that we're praying for Susan and you and, and the whole family uh, with, with that loss. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, it's uh, always a blow, but I appreciate the, the thoughts and prayers of that, Susan's struggling a little bit but uh you know she's she's gonna be okay in the long run amen all right what's on your mind hey, today uh, bro i don't know if y'all talked about uh scott cochran leaving georgia um i did see that i did i saw it i haven't touched on it and here's why i haven't touched on it uh i'm not sure it's his decision it was his decision really um you know scott's had some problems uh, of late, you know, he took the the leave of absence uh, from yeah. Georgia. Um, so, if it was his decision, then I hope he's got something lined up to do um, and and has has a situation there um, and something to 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 do professionally. I think there's like a zero chance that he would ever be hired by Alabama again if that's where you're headed. No, I, no, I don't. I, I, that's not why I said it because uh, I think it was tough for him to move on when he left Alabama. Uh, you know, I, I don't think is it. I don't think it's a coincidence that there is an extremely high injury rate with him and how it's dropped off ever since he's left. Uh, even having said that, though, I. You know, whether he left on his own accord or not, you know, if it has to do with some of the addictions he's battling, you know, I I, I hate that for him and his family. And, uh, you know, I wish the best for him. And I hope, hope he lands on his feet somewhere and, you know, can continue to battle and uh, beat these demons that he's dealing with. So I agree uh, with you. I agree so, with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope that uh, – Hope that's the case. It's being it's being listed before you get to that. It's being listed just by the people that cover Georgia as he he resigned to pursue other opportunities. I, I tend to read between the lines of statements like that, if yeah. you know what I mean. Oh yeah, I, I think that's the case too. But regardless, I hope he I hope he lands on his feet and you know can straighten out some things in his life if that's the case. So. Um, I never did hear did Kentucky win last night. Kentucky did win last night. Uh, they beat Ole Miss, kind of controlled the game somewhat, uh, built a big lead. Kentucky, uh, Ole Miss, you know, battled back a little bit. They ended up losing by 12. 
the the big escape artist last night. You know, A and M lost at Vandy, uh, but another escape artist was Florida. Florida had a huge lead at one point at home to LSU, and LSU had a chance to win it in the closing seconds of the game. Yeah. Well, you know, I've got friends, so, and like you, I have a few friends who are Kentucky fans, and, and they've had it with Calipari. I think so, too. Uh, and, and, you know, I know he has, quote-unquote, a lifetime contract. What that means, I don't know, because, you know, from both sides of the fence, contracts are made to be broken. Yeah, it means they'll fire uh, him if they ever will need to. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't. I, I'm wondering what the future is because I, I, from from listening to Kentucky fans that you have on and the ones that I am friends with, I think they, I think they're ready for a change. And uh, you know, I, I just wonder what the future holds. I think they would be too. I, I do wonder where they would look. And who would be on the list to go to an absolute blue blood? And I do believe you can lose blue blood status. But, you know, Kentucky's still Kentucky, man. Just like Kansas is always going to be Kansas. And North Carolina and Duke are always going to be North Carolina and Duke. UCLA has lost blue blood basketball status. But I don't think any of those other four have yet. But Kentucky better start winning some things quickly if they want to keep it in my mind. And I just wonder where that crazy idea of theirs would look uh, if indeed they decided to make a change. I, you know, the fear in the back of my mind was they could look to the state of Alabama and either Oaks or Pearl, if, if they wanted them, you know, that's, that's an enticing job, man. So... I hope that's not the case. Uh, I think I think Pearl's a great fit at Auburn. And and, I, and by the way, on, on the subject of Pearl, uh, you know, I follow him on Twitter. Uh, you know, I'm not an Auburn fan, but I'm a Bruce Pearl fan. I am and too. I like man, him. I, I'm telling you, some of you know, I follow him not necessarily for the basketball tweets, but he has quite an interesting. Uh, take on political uh, aspects of our country, especially uh, with in terms of Israel. He, he, is, he is very outspoken in opposition to our current administration's position on Israel. Uh, so, I, you know, I hope, I hope he stays in Auburn. Uh, and, of course, I hope Oates stays in Alabama. Yeah, I agree with you. I do. I I uh I, I'm a big fan of Bruce Pearl, both his coaching and uh, the type dude I think he is. Hey man, I got to take a yeah. break here in a minute, but uh, uh, enjoy yourself, and uh, we we should uh, be visiting about uh, some other things. Uh, my man here. Uh, is going to help me in the next couple of months. We, we're going to decide when to do it sometime after the the NCAA tournament, probably after even college baseball's World Series, where we will have another in honor of Jim Fife. We do it every year, right? Uh, Dane, we'll, we'll have another Andy Griffith trivia. And uh, Dane has agreed, Floyd the Barber has agreed to join me in that venture once again. It's always fun. Take care, bud. Bye, bud. Be good.
That's uh, our man Floyd DeBarber. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk a little SEC with my man Chris Gordy right after this timeout. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 106.7 in Auburn, Opelika. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. I'm Gordon Stone, mayor of the town of Pike Road, and it is a great blessing to share with you a story about how our town's people are willing to invest. Over the past few years, Pike Road has been one of Alabama's fastest growing communities because we invest in education, services, and character. We invest in the look and feel of our neighborhoods, town centers, parks, and trails. We also invest in our schools. It is an honor to serve in a place where we have added three campuses to our school system in four years. Further, we have achieved this with excellent stewardship. Our bonds have sold at a AA-plus rating, and we have maintained an overall reserve of more than 10%. We have excellent and efficient services because of our tremendous partners, like the three fire departments manned by great volunteers, the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, a water provider, two sewer partners, two gas companies, multiple digital providers, two electrical partners, a road maintenance partner, and recently a new sanitation company. These partners give Pike Road citizens the chance to benefit from efficiency and the best of technology. We are so thankful for our partners and our citizen support. Come see us in Pike Road and welcome home. Pucker up Montgomery and Prattville. Matt Parsley here from Budget Car and Truck Sales. And this month, I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with a nicer, newer car. So if your old rides left you broken hearted, just say goodbye. I'll give you up to five grand more than Kelly Blue Book. Push, pull, or drag it in. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the car or the price you pick. You deserve to drive a car that makes your heart skip a beat. So bring me your old ride and kiss it goodbye because you could get way more than it's worth. Plus, I'm buying cars. Do other dealers leave you feeling lonely? My team's passionate about approvals. We kiss up to the banks and lenders that want to say yes. That's yes. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, I'm buying cars on the spot based on the price of the car you pick. But hurry. Once I've helped 137 people, my lips are sealed and this deal is done. I'm Matt Parsley. I'm your dealer for the people. See all these smooch-worthy rides at BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. Pucker up, Montgomery and Prattville. It was 1917. Charlie Chaplin appeared as the little tramp. Walt Disney graduated from high school. And Woodrow Wilson was re-elected president. And in Montgomery, Chris has sold their very first hot dog. Move forward to the 1950s. Hank Williams was hanging out at Chris's. Up through the 70s and 80s, many stars and politicians discovered Montgomery's little secret. Jump ahead to the new millennium. Riverwalk Stadium, the alleyway, and the new downtown. It's now 100 years later, and Chris's is still serving their world-famous hot dogs at 138 Dexter Avenue. How long has it been since you've tasted the city's most famous hot dog? Make Chris's part of your family history. Still family-owned and operated, Chris's makes every hot dog and hamburger to order. 
Take Chris's to your next party or event. Call-in orders are welcome online at chrishotdogs.com and on Facebook. Chris's Famous Hot Dogs. Taste the tradition. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp Code. Lesson 42. This is how you say happy hour. It's happy hour. Let's go get some Bud Lights. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light. Crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. Are you in need of a relaxing getaway? From manicuring your lawn to planting fields, nothing beats time on a John Deere from SunSouth, making outdoor projects more efficient and enjoyable. And when you test drive any 1 through 3 series tractor at SunSouth, we'll give you a free John Deere hat and mug. And did I mention 0% financing on select models? So relax, improve your property, and save at SunSouth. Equipment for those that do. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Expires February 29, 2024. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Reminder to all you guys out there, this day's not about you. Uh, It's about the special lady in your life, whether she be a mama, a wife, a girlfriend, or a daughter. Make sure you don't forget. Uh, As I heard this morning from a dear friend, don't go home empty-handed. Chris, my man Gordy, joins us locked on SEC. Chris, happy Valentine's Day, buddy. Yeah, same to you, man. I'm uh, I'm actually I'm down here in Florida doing a little double duty, uh, coming to cover uh, spring training. But I, I made oh, sure I, I bought the uh, bought the flowers and stuff for the wife before I left the house. Now I left them upstairs. She doesn't know it yet, but when she comes home today, she'll see them. So look at that. I mean, that's surprise smart. her while I'm out of town. You're gonna gain brownie points from a long way away. <laughs> that's a, that's a smart thing, my friend. So I'm assuming are you, you down there covering the Strohs or, or what? what? What's going on with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's uh, pitchers and catchers reporting. So uh, down here and uh, always a fun time of year. It usually works out in my schedule because this is usually, you know, downtime with uh, SEC before they get into, uh, you know, spring ball and practice and all that kind of stuff. So always a fun little getaway and always fun to get away from, you know, where some parts of the the uh, country. I was in New York last week, freezing my butt off, and so it's good to get down here into the 80s and uh, get some sunburn. So I want to go over some some just football analytic stuff that's come out recently, and I've been kind of combining it to try to get people's opinions here on Locked On Wednesday. But Bill Conley, who does a great job with a lot of college football analytics, like returning production percentages, and he has, uh, you know, ways to get transfer portal input into that as well as recruiting input. 
The SEC teams are in order from top to bottom. Texas A&M, Chris, is the team that, according to Bill Connolly's analytics, has the most returning productivity. Texas is second. Missouri and Florida are third and fourth. Georgia fifth. Auburn sixth. You can keep on going. South Carolina, LSU, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Kentucky. You got Arkansas. The 15th team out of 16 on return productivity is Alabama. Uh, And, you know, they're up to 115 this year. Last year they were 125. But when you take that into account with the recruiting and with the portal transfers and key players, what is your in mid-February expectation of this team? Because FanDuel's total win number is nine and a half for Alabama. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think we do have to start kind of having some kind of reality as much as Alabama fans want to assume the dominance will continue. I think we need to start to kind of root ourselves a little bit into maybe lower expectations a little bit. And that'll help with, you know, first time Kalen DeBoer loses a game that we're not all jumping off a bridge and, and ready to, ready to fire the guy. But uh, the, losing to Ryan Grubb, I mean, I thought that was a big blow. I mean, I, I, I did think that Grubb was a highly sought-after guy. We know Nick Saban tried to hire him a year ago, and, you know, losing him, you know, four, four or five weeks on the job uh, before he even coaches a game I thought was a big blow. And so this is very much on Kalen DeBoer. We know it's it's going to be his offense. We could say what we want about Nick Sheridan, but um, this is going to be the Kalen DeBoer offense, and, and how quickly can he get it going? But I usually shy away from those metrics when they talk about the you know returning starters because it doesn't tell the full story, right? Like you can bring back all five starters on the offensive line, but if you had a bad offensive line last year, it doesn't mean it's going to suddenly get good just because they're all back. I mean, granted, most you know the hope most of the time is a guy comes back and he gets better and he matures and that sort of thing. But you know, it's funny I was talking to somebody the other day about you know different different parallels with Alabama and. You know, we were saying, do we think Parker Brailsford can be a better center than, than Seth McLaughlin was? Yeah, I mean, some people think he can be. Um, you know, so, that, so there's some places where, yeah, that's not a returning starter for Bama, but it's a guy who's coming in with a lot of experience. He's played a lot at Washington. So, um, yeah, I just I, I always take those with a little bit of a grain of, sure, grain of salt. Because, uh, you know, we've seen times before Auburn's brought back. They bring back, uh, you know, nine of, of 11 guys on defense. And then, yeah, but they weren't good. So why did you know? What does it matter? It's just always fun when that happens. All right, so let's have a little fun with these win totals that FanDuel just released in the last couple of days. Obviously, I think most people would believe uh, agree that Georgia and Texas should have the highest win totals uh, in the league, and and they do. Ten and a half is where you can if you did that type thing for both those teams. Pretty accurate to you, I, I think. Uh, I'm not sure both will get to 11, but I'll bet one does, at least. Yeah, I think a lot is going to depend on Texas. If Quinn Ewers can shake some of those jitters out he had last year and, you know, just completely uh, laying laying an egg in the the Sugar Bowl, um, you know, he's got to get more consistent. He's got to stay healthy because, you know, we know. I mean, Arch Manning's breathing down his neck in the first injury sign of injury, they'll, they'll be ready to jump on the arch bandwagon. That fan base is weight. You know, they're, they're, they're almost some of them rooting for an, a, a Quinn Ewers injury. But, um, yeah, I, 
I'm a little hesitant to get fully aboard the Texas bandwagon just because I know what they just did. And Sark seems to be, you know, they seem to be in a good spot. But let's not act like this one, a, a pretty bad team two years ago at Texas. You know, it's, he, he's building it up and they do lose a lot to the draft this offseason. But um, I, I'm just, I'm a little hesitant on Texas. They just put out a big hype video. I don't know if you saw it yet, where it's voiced by Sark. And, and the narrative is Texas lives here. And I guess it's supposed to say, like, we live here in the SEC and, you know, we were always meant to be here. And, uh, you know, it's kind of taking some shots at the Big 12 on their way out. And I get it. But uh, Texas doesn't live here yet. You yeah. know, they're not in, you know, you're, you don't live in the SEC yet until you've been there a couple of years. So um, it, it's going to be fascinating to see their adjustment. But that, that's why I, I default more to Georgia. I think Georgia bringing back Carson back and all their pieces. Yeah, I'm ready to go head first into Georgia. Uh, you know, getting to 11 wins. Texas, I'm a little hesitant on. So I want to discuss three other teams with you in this regard. Auburn, LSU, and Alabama. Uh, Let's start with LSU. Uh, Nine and a half wins is the FanDuel total. Uh, Where are you going with that? Um, You you know, you lose the Heisman Trophy winner, your two-year starter at quarterback, uh, I get it. Nussmeyer played well in the bowl game. Uh, you know, I, I think I heard somebody say on Feinbaum the other day that there's not that much of a drop-off between the two. I about fell off my chair. Uh, <laughs> th- 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 that's an idiotic statement to make. Do I think Nussmeyer is an SEC quarterback? Absolutely, I do. But I think the way that Jaden Daniels developed, he turned into one of the best SEC quarterbacks I've seen in, in like, forever, a long time. Uh, so g- tell me where you are on LSU with that nine-and-a-half. Yeah, it's it's tough. I I do I do like Nussmeyer. I do think he's going to be really good. Um, to your point, yes, he's not going to be what what Jaden Daniels was, the, the most electrifying player in college football. Um, but I do think he could be very productive. I, I know they're ready to hand the reins and run it back to Caleb Jackson, who's very good, and then they have some young wide receivers who are ready to step up into those roles of Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors. And, and I'm real curious about that defense because the defense was just straight up bad last year, and I know Matt House was a big reason why. And they've done a great job of bringing in a great staff of Blake Baker and Bo Davis and bringing Corey Raymond back. And I do think the defense will be improved. But the question is, how much improved? You know, you still it's still very much a lot of the same players. Uh, you know, Harold Perkins is back, who's a stud. But um, I, I'm curious to see how much improved this defense is. And my big hesitancy with LSU next year is the schedule. I mean, it's an absolutely brutal schedule they, they put on themselves. With opening with USC in the you know in, in week one on a neutral field, and having to play UCLA, and I know I know they just lost, um, you know Chip Kelly just left there, but it still is a really good team. Whereas you know you're you're playing that game when other teams are going to be playing the Citadel or you know uh, Northwestern State. It's like I don't know why LSU chose to schedule two Pac-12 now about to be Big Ten schools in their non-conference when the conference schedule itself is tough enough. So um, it's one of those years where I look at it and say, I think LSU can be very good, and if a few things go right, they can have a great team. The problem is the schedule, and we saw that last year when they lose in Tuscaloosa because, well, nobody ever wins in Tuscaloosa. They lose in Oxford in a shootout with Ole Miss, and you know they win that game with Baton Rouge probably, but it's just the schedule does you no favor sometimes, and I just think LSU's schedule – 
has me saying, I, I think at best, if everything goes right, I think it is a nine-win season, you know, it's a ceiling. All right, so I want to move to Auburn. I had this discussion with Zach earlier, and, you know, Auburn's number is seven and a half, one up from last year. It was six and a half last year. It's seven and a half this year. I've got six slam dunks for Auburn. I mean, Alabama A&M, I think they'll beat Cal in Auburn. New Mexico, Arkansas's not winning at Jordan-Hare. That's four. I think they beat Vanderbilt five, ULM six. That means they just have to win two of the other six. Now, the the other six are much better, obviously. Alabama, Texas A&M, Kentucky, Missouri, Georgia, and Oklahoma. But what are your thoughts about the second year for Hugh Freeze? If you see the second-year development at quarterback, like a lot of people feel they could, uh, if if indeed he is the quarterback next year, uh, what are you thinking about that seven-and-a-half number? Because I think that one's going over. Well, the only danger in assuming the gimmies is we all thought New Mexico State true. was a gimme last true, year. True, true, And so yep. you, can, you can have one of those that sneaks up on you and, and, and bites you in the butt. But – I'm with you. I, I just, I'm still, the quarterback thing just, it, it, it's the, the, the elephant in the room. I mean, we, we, we know that, um, you know, we wish they had added another high-profile quarterback in the portal. You know, I, I think, um, you know, Hugh Freeze wants to believe in Peyton Thorne, wants to believe that he can be that guy that he saw at times at Michigan State and can, can come in and, and take that big step forward. And they've done a good job of recruiting and, and bringing in some receivers and, getting him some weapons to play with, but man, it's, it, I hate to say it, but it's all incumbent on that. And, and Hugh freeze and, and, and the offense, you know, can it look better than it did a year ago? Um, you know, it's so funny. Just about everybody I talked to a year ago at this time said, you know, we all believed Hugh freeze was a home run higher. And we thought he was going to hit the ground running. And you know, I think even my buddy, Chris Marler was saying, hey, they might be a dark horse in the West to watch because Hugh freeze wins everywhere he goes. And then that happens last year. I just, Man, it, you know, we all just assumed that it was going to work. What if it doesn't? You know, and that's where I look at you and say, this is a big year for him. You know, when he announced I'm going to take over the play call duties, um, you know, this is his offense. And if it doesn't work with his hand-chosen quarterback uh, and, and they win, you know, let's say it's a six-win season this year, there are going to be folks ready to run him out of town after just two years. So it's a it's an important year. And, and I don't know, man, I, I know look at the past few years, if it doesn't work out with Peyton Thorne, they can bring in a quarterback post-spring, but that just feels like a lot of work you're going to have to put in and, and bringing in somebody and having to teach him a new offense to coach him up with just a couple of, minute, a couple of months to go before the start of a season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, uh, and it's why SEC Media Days, let's be honest, Chris, is just going to be incredibly intriguing and dynamic with two new programs there with Nick Saban not being there as a coach but being there uh, as an analyst that's going to be weird Uh, (laughs) the fact that it's going to be in your state of Texas is going to be interesting too I can't wait to be there uh, in July uh, of 2024 getting ready for the new 16 team SEC with a 12 team playoff on the horizon let's talk about Alabama for a second you know in the way too early uh that just came out the new one uh schlebaugh has had alabama four but now nine uh in the, in his newest update which came out yesterday 
Uh, you know, there's four SEC teams he has ahead of Alabama, Georgia, Texas, and both Ole Miss and Missouri. Your thoughts about that and what a weird position that kind of is for Alabama. No, it's it's uncharted territory. And, again, I, I just go back to, I think, you know, it, I'm starting to see it from some people. I, I have a couple close Alabama fr- friends, my, my buddy Josh. He's he's the most realistic of them all. I mean, he said from the day that Nick Saban retired, he, he went, well, the run, the, the dominant run was awesome while, while it lasted. We knew it was going to come to an end. And I said, well, look, you know, it's not to say the next guy can't be successful. But I, I appreciated his honesty and his, you know, at least accepting a little bit of reality. But I've seen some Alabama fans out there who are not ready to accept reality and say, oh, this championship run, it's, we're just getting started. Oh, and it's gosh. going, well, wait a minute. It's, it's, You've got you to temper yourself a little bit here. That's not to say Kalen DeBoer can't win a championship in the next two to three years or even make the playoff this year if things go right, right? I mean, the, the, the roster is still loaded with four- and five-star talent everywhere you look. But um, I, I just think it's going to take him a little bit of time, a little bit of time to win guys over, a little bit of time to get these guys up to snuff with, oh, no, that's, that's how Saban did things. This is how we do things. Um, you know, because every coach coaches differently. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to hire Kalen DeBoer and say, hey, run things exactly the way Saban ran them. You hired him to run things, run things the way that Kalen DeBoer does. So uh, it's, they are the most fascinating storyline uh, to me this entire offseason. I just – I continue to say it. I, we we don't know what this Alabama team is going to look like, and I, I'm fascinated to see what the spring game looks like. Because look, man, if Milrow is is looking calm, cool, and collected, and he's got chemistry with his center, there's no bad snaps. He's he's connected with his new receivers. Um, I think I think we're going to look at this team and go, hey, don't count this Bama team out yet, because uh, again, there's talent up and down the roster. But I, well, like I said, I can make a case for this to be a an undefeated team that, that runs through the SEC and makes it to the playoff, or I can make a case that, yeah, maybe it's an eight, nine win season and they, they just have to go through the growing pains of year one from Galen DeBoer. Those are the two extremes. I don't think either are likely. It's probably somewhere in the middle, but um, no doubt. It's it, that, again, when you got four or five, five star talent everywhere and you got good coaching, anything can happen. One thing that hasn't changed, and that's the revolving door in the assistant coaches' offices. We'll see how uh, Alabama gets that done. Tell everybody, Chris, how they can follow the great podcast, man, that you're putting out on a regular basis. Yeah, Locked on SEC, wherever you get your podcast uh, episode up there today. We're talking about, uh, uh, obviously, Nick Schmidt the rumors that he's going to take over as the OC and um, you know, kind of the repercussions of that. Mizzou gets to hang on to Kirby Moore, which is a good thing for Eli Drinkwitz. And uh, also some more of our interviews from Senior Bowl week with some of the great players out there like Ricky Parasol from Florida. So check it out, uh, Locked on SEC. He does it better than anybody. He is Chris Gordy, Locked on SEC. Chris, always a pleasure, buddy. We'll talk next week, my friend. Anytime. Thanks, man. You bet, buddy. Dennis joins us right after the timeout on the Wednesday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is ESPN's Laura Rutledge, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable on ESPN, The Ticket, and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply.
Did you know that homeowner's insurance doesn't cover your termite treatment or termite damage? That's okay because Pest Pro is here to protect your most costly investment. We are the only company in the River Region with the Termidor HP2 injection unit. We bring the best and newest technology to your home. Call today for a free evaluation. 265-9990. That's 265-9990. Our website is ppsriverregion.com. When you want to know, call a pro. Pest Pro Services. All right, guys, come on, bring it in. I'm going to talk to you about trust. Now, trust is not something you can order online, guys. The true test lies out there on the field. So tonight, before you even think of grabbing an ice-cold Budweiser, you designate a driver. Because at the end of the night, he's the one helping make sure you get home safely. Now, that is trust. Great times are waiting when you designate a driver. Say it with me now. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Tired of low wages? The open road has no boundaries, and Mid-State Driving Academy can have you making more money with a secure future. Get your CDL while working at your current job, now enrolling for day, night, and weekend classes. After you get your CDL, Mid-State can also direct you to where you can get employment. They offer in-house financing with no credit check. So if you're tired of the same old routine and want the excitement of the open road, start trucking. Go to their website at midstatedriving.com or call 866-996-1888. Hello, I'm Ben McNeil with Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express. Welcome to the only full-service auto spa in the Tri-County area. Let me show you how easy it is to get the best wash for your vehicle. Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express is looking for a few good men and women to be part of their team. Work full or part-time, it's up to you. Mr. Ben's is the only full-service car wash in the area. The car or truck runs through the tunnel, and when it comes out, that's when your job begins. Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express, next door to Fraser Methodist Church on the Atlanta Highway. Tired of forking out your hard-earned money for tires that seem to wear out faster than they should? Tire City hears you. Did you know that some of the most affordable tires on the market are from the Michelin brand? Our Michelin tires help you save hundreds of dollars over their lifespan compared to other brands. Imagine what it feels like to know that the tires you buy today could save you several hundred dollars when you need them the most. Here's what our customer says. I am always on the go with my three children, so the miles add up quickly. The original tires only lasted for 45,000 miles. I purchased Michelin tires for my SUV and drove over 85,000 miles on them. I saved $875 over three years because the Michelins lasted almost twice as long. Not only do Michelins last a long time, they are some of the safest and best riding tires for my family and I. Drive smart, drive safe, drive with Tire City. Visit us at one of our two locations on the Southern Bypass or Atlanta Highway. Experience the difference and save big with this is Jeff Barranco with Chappie's Deli. And Mike Costanza with Chappie's Deli. Mike, let's get ChatGPT to write this commercial for us. ChatGPT? Yes, artificial intelligence, AI. It will do anything. What? We don't need that. Wait, it's coming in now. Holy cow. Listen to this. Chappie's Deli has everything, from a classic Reuben to salads. Chappie's has something for everyone. Hmm. Taste the difference. Chappie's Deli has four convenient locations. But we have five locations. It's making mistakes. We don't need Chatterbox or whatever it's called to do a commercial. Listen to this. Visit Chappie's Deli today and see Mike Costanza. Wait, now what's this called? Chat GPT? Give me that. 
We're really on to something here. Oh, brother. Folks, come out and chat with us at Chappie's Deli, Perry Hill, Pepper Tree, Baptist South, Prattville, and Auburn. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email MRT at ESPNTheTicket.com. Welcome back on this Valentine's Day Wednesday. Let's welcome in our go-to guy when it comes to filling coaching openings. He is our buddy, Dennis Mitchell. How you doing, Dennis? Doug, no time, no talk. It has been a while, buddy. I hope you're well. I'm I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking. Good, good. I'll try to cut in short time, a lot of talk about in short time. But anyway. What you got? The fourth, the new coach at UCLA, he's being running back now. He's the new coach that took over for the chipper, Chip that's Kelly. Right. He's now at the OC. I think for the UCLA, that's a good hire. I give that a B plus. And the Boston College hire, Bill O'Brien, the Boston College, I'm going to give that a C. Yeah, I'm going to give that a wait and see. Uh, you know, he had good success at Penn State. Uh, you know, not so good success, or he did for maybe a year or two at Houston, I guess, before things went south there. Um, I don't know what the big draw is to Bill O'Brien, why <laughs> Ohio State was so wide-eyed and bushy-tailed about trying to get him. Um, yeah. But And then Boston College hired him. You know Boston College hired him because he was successful at Penn State. He got hired – from Penn State to coach the you know the Houston Texans, so they're hoping right. somehow he keeps that fire burning, right? That's true. And uh, other coaching hour, I think I'll give that a B. I'll predict. No, you gave it a C. Which one are you giving I, a B? San Jose State coach in coaching. San Jose, I'll make a prediction. San Jose State in his first year there, they'll win seven games next year. Uh, can I just ask a question? And listen, I know this is big for you. I get it. The the filling in of football coaches. Um, I, I'm just curious as to why it matters. Do you really care about San Jose State doing anything there, Dennis? Be honest with me. I care about everything. I care about college football. I understand. College football. Can you, can you even pronounce his last name? I can't pronounce it. I just call him Coach N. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's, and, uh, it, I can't I can't do it, Doug. I'm sorry, man. He, I do like him story. now. Uh and it's it's the former, you know, uh, about this dude. Uh he he developed a, a great relationship. Uh or, or really, I mean a great reputation. Uh uh, as Navy's coach, won a whole bunch of games in 15 yes, seasons at Navy. Uh, Niamatolo or something like that is his name. Yeah. And and they'll win a bunch of games, but guess what? You'll never see them on college football game day. <laughs> well, so be it. I understand. I know, I know you years, love it. Fa- because last few years, I know he didn't do good, but that don't matter. He's going to do some good things at Central State. But the good news, he ain't going to – for all those wishbone haters, he's going to run a, call it the spread spread and shred offense. 
so he's going to open it up at San Jose State. Yeah, because he can recruit. The, he can recruit different guys there than he can get right, at Davy uh, at, at, a, no at one of the it. service academies. And, well, you're the basketball guru, Doug. Chris Altman got let go at Ohio State. Could that make a way for Nate Oates ending up at Ohio State, or next year they let Jawan Howard go to Michigan? I mean, I, I mean, his name's going to be on any list if you went, right. if you went and looked at names that might replace Calipari at Kentucky after Scott Drew, who's first on the list. The one that I saw, yeah, it, I know, what, he was second on that list. Man, I'll say this: Coach Cal leaves at Kentucky. I'm gonna go with Scott Drew to take his place. Yeah, that, he, he seems to be the guy that even the people up there are talking I know about. That. Doug, one other thing on the high school coaching front: uh, I saw the new high school in Chambers County. You know they're gonna close La Valley and Lafette and consolidate it. I saw on YouTube the new high school and the mascot name is gonna be the Chambers County Falcons. They're gonna be behind the Old Valley High School. That's where. You know, they're going to close those two high schools in Chambers County and consolidate it. And one thing that caught my eye, I was a little surprised, Neil Posey's leaving St. James. Yeah, I saw that. Can't really that can't coming. really talk about it yet. I do right, know right. things that are happening there. Uh, right. I'm happy for Neil. Uh, I know St. James will do a good job of finding so. his replacement. Yeah. They need to be tapping into the knowledge of their former head coach yeah, to help them find their future head coach, and that mean that of course is Jimmy Perry. Uh, yeah. But St. James so. will do just fine moving forward, I think, buddy. And I saw Bobby Carr going to Carver. That's a plus hire. I did not see that coming. Yep. Uh, of course, that's the combined Carver and Lanier, um, right. and and they'll have great athletes at their disposal. And Man. I suspect that Bobby Carr is going to win big uh, at that school at Carver. Nope. No doubt about it. All right, Doug. Take, take care. Take care, buddy. You know, you don't see too many coaches fired midseason in basketball, but you, you almost got the feeling that Ohio State, like a lot of football teams are doing, trying to get ahead of the game a little bit, right? And go ahead and start building some relationships on trying to find out who the new guy's going to be. You know, the new look Big Ten uh, coming up next year with the four new teams. I mean, think about it. You know, you're adding UCLA, USC, Oregon, and Washington. Uh, you know, You know, there's basketball tradition somewhat in that group. Uh, you've got the Big Ten already uh, playing, you know, okay basketball. But Ohio State uh, certainly isn't. They're 4-10 and 10 in the Big Ten. They beat Alabama early in the year, but they're 14-11 and 11 overall. And as you heard Dennis say, uh, Chris Holtman is out. Um, Jake Diebler is going to be uh, the coach. Um, on uh, in in reserve or you know the interim coach and we shall see what happens moving forward. But I have to believe that you do this in midseason not so much to protect or to turn around this season, which almost seems unturnaroundable. But you do it to get a head start if you think there's going to be a lot of coaching changes in Power 5 big school basketball. And so these guys can now go ahead and start tilling some ground, and you wonder. I mean, and it may be their biggest rival. 
that that they're going head to head on and trying to get a coach because you know nobody's going to be surprised if Michigan, your national champion in football, nobody is going to be surprised if Michigan pulls the plug on Jawan Howard. Uh, they haven't been getting it done, to say the least, uh, under Jawan Howard. After a couple of he had a couple of really good years. Uh, there for a while, but uh, nobody's going to be surprised if they pull the plug on Jawan Howard uh, after this year. You know, his resume goes deep and deep and deep and deep and deep. Uh, He's been three years as the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines after a massively uh, long NBA assistant coaching career. But his three years, you know, at Michigan, or is what? This is his fifth year, excuse me, at Michigan. He is 87 and 64. They did make the NCAA tournament twice in 2021 and 21 22. Last year, 18 and 16. This year, 8 and 16. So does the former Michigan great get a little bit more leeway? From the Michigan Brass, do they give him another chance, another year? I got a feeling Ohio State, a lot of the mentality there may just be, hey, we may be going after the same coaching pool as Michigan may be at the end of the year. Let's go ahead and pull the trigger now, and we'll get ahead of the game a little bit. Will Nate Oates be on the list of some of those guys. Will Bruce Pearl be on the list of some of those guys? I, for one, believe Bruce Pearl's a lifer at Auburn. You've heard me say that, and you've heard me tell you why. Because I think just like Hugh Freeze is going to be a lifer at Auburn if they both keep winning is because of the lifeline, basically, that Auburn tossed out there for both. And that's why I think Bruce Pearl will coach the very last basketball game that he coaches wearing orange and blue. Uh, Nate Oates could be a different story. Meant to ask Luke today about what's going on with Alabama uh, and any contract extension talks with its head basketball coach. And will the arena come in to that discussion. We'll take a break. We're back to wrap things up on a Locked On Wednesday right after this on this Valentine's Day 2024. This is Dari Noka. You're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery, ESPN The Ticket. Nothing is as exciting as the sounds of NASCAR. Hear all of the action of NASCAR Cup races on ESPN The Ticket. NASCAR on The Ticket is brought to you in part by Mid-State Driving Academy, where you can get your CDL, Basil's Truck and Camper, for all your towing needs, United Heating and Air, for your year-round comfort, Bud Light, Larry Puckett Chevrolet, and Wiley Sand trucking who is now hiring drivers the home for nascar in 2024 is espn the ticket 
Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Over two decades ago, when my dad had the wild idea to get into the car business, I never would have imagined being part of a multi-generational family business specializing in pre-owned vehicles. That's probably because I've heard every used car salesman joke you have, and who would want that? Neither did he. That's exactly why he started Pig Enterprises and why our family continues to do what we do today. We understand how awful car buying can be. We understand it can be stressful and overwhelming. We understand it's a big investment. This is exactly why we do the things we do completely different than the other guys. You'll be treated like family. Your money and time will be valued. You'll receive a top quality vehicle backed by our name and our free three-month, 3,000-mile pig certified warranty. There is a reason why we have repeatedly been named Dealer Raider Dealer of the Year for the state of Alabama. Come see for yourself. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Pizza Perfect is offering a super deal for you when you're watching all of the big games this month. In February, buy any large pizza and get $3 off. Pizza Perfect's buffet includes pizza, as well as spaghetti, breadsticks, salad, dessert, and drink for only $11. The buffet is available Monday through Saturday for lunch and for dinner on Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. Pizza Perfect is also available for pickup and delivery. $3 off any large pizza in February at Pizza Perfect on Coliseum Boulevard in Eastbrook. Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is near, and it's time for you to come up with a great gift. Jenny Lynn's Creations has just what you need to impress your Valentine or special friend. The simple elegance of a dozen roses. Or you can order a basket of fresh-cut flowers. Or a beautiful green plant decorated just right for Valentine's Day. Jenny Lynn Creations is a full-service florist that delivers throughout the Tri-County area. And wire services are also available. Call 285-1000 to order your special Valentine's Day gift today. Don't wait until the last minute. Call Jenny Lynn's 285-1000. Jenny Lynn's Creations, offering you that special floral arrangement for your special Valentine. Tell your Valentine you love her with a special gift from Jenny Lynn. Call Jenny Lynn's today, 285-1000. That's 285-1000. Happy Valentine's Day. How much do you pay to get a two-piece suit cleaned at your dry cleaners? Is it over $20? Lily's Cleaners charges only $16. Lily's Cleaners also offers military discounts. And if you bring in 20 pieces to be cleaned, Lily's will deduct 20% off your bill. Lily's Cleaners on Dow Raider Road at the Atlanta Highway just behind Dollar Tree and just off the Eastern Bypass on the Lagoon Business Loop, which is the road that runs beside Walter Craig. Lily's Cleaners, where Price cleans clothes. At Stanley Steamer, we go beyond carpet cleaning. We're also experts at cleaning air ducts. The average home collects up to 40 pounds of dirt, dust, and allergens in its air ducts each year. Stanley Steamer thoroughly cleans your air ducts and every part of your ventilation system, making your home cleaner, healthier, and more energy efficient. And that helps you breathe easier. Call now about a free in-home air duct inspection. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets your home cleaner. The Troy Trojans play on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN, the ticket, and ESPN 106.7. Says I. Folks, a reminder that Phoenix Salon and Spa stays open till 6 today. 
Give them a call. You'll be glad you did because the lady in your life will be glad you did. I can promise you. Don't go home empty, dudes. You've heard me tell you that all day. You better make a stop on the way home. I would certainly suggest that. Big game tonight, Auburn and South Carolina. It is the second of three games in the Southeastern Conference uh, tonight. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, I think there's three games. Aren't there in the SEC tonight? Maybe just two. Uh, no, there's three. I, I feel confident uh, that there are three. At least I thought there were. Maybe it's just Tennessee and Arkansas and South Carolina and Auburn. South Carolina and Auburn tip at 730. Tennessee and Arkansas tip at 8. So those will be great games. South Carolina-Auburn on the SEC Network. Tennessee and Arkansas on ESPN2. I'll be watching them both uh, for sure uh, tonight. I don't know why I thought there were three games. Must be losing my little teeny mind. The Kansas City Chiefs are enjoying their championship parade. We'll be enjoying a member appreciation day tomorrow at Max on Monroe Street in downtown. If you work downtown tomorrow, come by and see us. That could be a lot of little goodies for you if you come by and say hello. We'll be there from 11 to 2. Hope you'll join us on the Max Roundtable. Table.